When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Could we knock a trap, sons and traps, traps, sons and traps, don't Tune is sons to hook them, don't put land. That's a stolen door, but a more of Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter, wearing my monster shirt from Kevin Randleman's uh, Wrestling Academy, which was awesome. Uh, once again, shout out to Kevin for making the UFC Hall of Fame. So happy about that. I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Marijuana is legal in California. Get it delivered right to you. Speedweed.com. They will take care of you. Speedweed.com. Uh, mention Roasted, you get $10 off, $100 or more. This guy, Gino, is an awesome human being. Uh, he takes care of fighters. Uh, he's good people. Also, uh, Shang is joining us. And then we got Phil Davis coming on, NCAA champion, uh, Bellator champion. I think the most underrated fighter in MMA. He's he's right there. I mean, the dude has wins over Glover Teixeira. Uh, he's got he's got huge win, win over Lyoto Machida. Right. I mean, a, a prime Machida. Um, he's got lots of wins. Uh, and his losses to Ryan Bader, I thought he beat Bader twice. That was a weird fight. So we're going to have him joining us. Uh, I also want to thank our new sponsor, Manscaped. Okay, Manscaped. Listen, people, support for MMA Roasted is brought to you by Manscaped. Who is the best in MMA's below-the-belt grooming? They're the best, okay? They <laughs> engineering tools for your family jewels. They have the <laughs> over their technology developments to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. Okay, listen, I'm telling you, women don't want you to have a, a giant Afro 70s bush down there, okay? They don't? No. I mean, maybe maybe your women do, Shang. I could tell that you don't. No, no some, my women don't. Some freaky Erica Badu type women. <laughs> but most women now, they want you to be groomed, okay? Not totally shaved, but just, just groomed, Okay. Um, and Manscaped's got you covered because sometimes you'll be shaving your nuts and you get nicked and then women think you have herpes or some kind of a thing down there or some kind of weird sores or you have Corona dick or whatever it is. Okay. And, uh, it's, it's not good. It's not good, which is why Manscaped has redesigned their electric timmer trimmer, the, the Manscaped engineering team. They spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. It's called the lawnmower 3.0. I use it, okay? I'm telling you, my balls have never felt better, never felt cleaner. Uh, it's, it's waterproof. You can do it in the shower. That's when you want to do it. And millions of balls are now about to be nick-free thanks to Manscaped Advanced Skin Safe Technology. How great is that, okay? And they got an LED light. So that shows you where you can go, where you go. Because you don't, you don't want to get nicked down there. Okay, you don't want to have little cuts. It's not good. And then it's, it's, and it's a lot of blood, too. It looks like it's, you're on your period. This is bad. It's just bad for everybody. Okay, okay. trim that wow. junk of yours. You get 20% off free shipping, plus free shipping, 20% off, plus free shipping. Use the code ROASTED20 at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. You get 20% off and free shipping with the code uh, ROASTED20 at manscaped.com. 
That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code ROASTED20. Your balls will thank you. Uh, how's it going, Shane? <laughs> That's just a great uh, advertisement for balls. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, man, I, I've been watching. I literally, last night, I watched about maybe four Bellator, and they're just they're, – they're pretty good. I don't know. UFC got bigger hype, but, man, they had great fights. Great fights. Uh, Bellator's biggest problem is, is the promotion, is the actual promoting them. Because they'll have, like, three fights in a weekend. They won't tell anybody. They'll be in <laughs> England or Israel. The, the time's all screwed up. You don't know if you're supposed to watch the app or you're supposed to watch this. That. But the actual fights themselves and the fighters themselves are awesome. Like, they, they, do, a, they do a really <laughs> good – you know, and it's a shame. But, you know what, they'll get it together. You know, I mean, that's a good problem to have. You know, it's, it's – I'd rather have that than a great promotion, but you see shitty fights, right? Yeah, so. that's true. That's true. But uh, and and the fact that you got um, Mr. Mr. Davis, Mr. Wonderful, uh, yeah. that motherfucker is no joke. I was I, I text you. I mean, it's weird. Like it's it, to have a submission win, then a knockout, then a submission win, then a knockout, then a knockout by head kick. Then it's like. In the resume of an MMA fighter that you'd want. That's the resume you want. Like, did he just knock him unconscious? Did he just choke him the fuck out? It's like, that's what you want, man. And uh, I, But I, I just think that he's not as um, – he's not pushed as much as I think he should be. Oh, 1,000%. One th- they, they, they bury him on cards. Like, I'll watch – I'll go, well, who's on this Bellator card? And I'll be like, oh, some girl from Hooters is on and – and this and that, and I'll be like, Bill Davis? Bill Davis is on? What? Like, I'm like, this is, what's going on here? Um, but let's, before we get to Bill Davis, let's talk about some MMA news. All right, so there was a rumor. There's a fake Ariel Hawani person on Twitter who's actually oh pr- pretty funny. But he starts fights and then gets people <laughs> interested in these fights. And then people are, like, actually talking about it. So he said, uh, he announced that um, Conor McGregor was going to fight Usman July 4th weekend. So he what? put that out, and everyone starts retweeting this, right? And then uh, to the point people were hitting me up. I'm like, dude, look, it's not the actual Ariel Hawani. But then Usman responds, saying that he's going to shag McGregor. He's going to leave him in his like, – he's, he's going to kill him, this and that. And that's a good fight. I, I'm, I'm like, you know what? You that's think actually, so? Yeah, because I don't know who wins. You think Usman's too big? Well, it's a 170 fight, right? McGregor just fought at 170. Yeah, but I mean, it's the difference. Um, Usman is is, you know, this is not this is not Nick Diaz. This is a whole different ball game when it comes Nate to wrestling. Diaz. Nate Diaz. And Nate Diaz. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. the both of, the two of them. I meant to say Nate Diaz, but I'm well, saying here, that, here's what I think it's a good fight, Chang. Is what I don't know who wins. When I when I when I, when I go back and forth like, on who wins is when I go because all right, yeah, yes, okay. I think Usman is better all around. You and got, wrestling, his wrestling's no joke. His, rest, his wrestling's better. Uh, maybe his grappling's probably better. But you have that McGregor factor that McGregor usually, when even I would even say in the Mayweather fight, when, when the spotlight's on him is when he shines. The only time he hasn't shined was when uh, the Khabib fight against probably the greatest MMA wrestler of all time and right. one of them. And, and, then, and, and then he did get, but he did get uh, tapped out. By Nate Diaz, right? But that and, was and that was a she stretched him out, and then there was nothing he could do. But so. that was a short notice fight. He was supposed to fight someone else that week. I think it was RDA. I think Nate fought that fight on like a week notice, so he didn't really. There wasn't like a huge buildup, you know. It wasn't like uh, like when he fought Aldo 
and they had but ice cream. Doesn't that give props to Nate Diaz? Yeah, but I think that in some ways, McGregor has this ability to get in people's heads. Like when he fought Eddie Alvarez at Madison Square Garden. When right, he fought I fought Eddie Alvarez for a star team, and I was wrong. When he fought Nate Diaz a second time, and they had that huge press conference tour. When he fought right. Aldo, I mean, say what you want about McGregor. The guy steps up when, when, when like, the lights are on him, right? But, no, the only time I didn't see, I think he didn't get in someone's head was Floyd Mayweather. But it was, there was too much of a disparity. It was too much. He had too much of a learning curve. He's not going to all of a sudden beat the best boxer of no, all No, I'm time. saying, but, like, even forget the, the boxing side of it, that mental warfare, it seemed like, it seemed like Floyd was like, okay, whatever. A he lot was also of out of his element, though. Like, he was, like, he was out of his element. No matter how good McGregor would have fought that day, he's not going to beat Mayweather in boxing. It's just – but Plus he did. they made a lot of money. They but made, he, did, he did as good as he could have done, though. I mean, he went, what, nine rounds with him, ten rounds with him. And he went nine rounds, but by the fourth round, he was, he was getting kind of – But it was, his first, it was his first boxing match ever. No, against, it wasn't his first boxing match yes, ever. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. That was his first professional boxing match in that kind of form. He had No, he had boxing matches before that. Okay, his first professional boxing match. Well, he should have. Well, I mean, they, everybody knows it was a money grab. I'm just saying, I, I've seen him get in people's head, and it just seemed like Floyd was like sitting there, like, okay, whatever. Well, no, you're right. You're right. He wasn't. But no matter what, okay. But and when it comes to mixed martial arts, which is what he is, he's a mixed martial artist. When it comes to like big stage events, the only person that really was able to beat him was Khabib. I mean, I'm not talking about the first, the fight he had in Cage Warriors, the losses then, or, or, the, or the first Nate Diaz fight. And the first one, he had a full camp, full press, was Khabib. And Khabib arguably will go down as the greatest mixed martial artist of all time. And Connor was coming off like a, a nine-week coke binge and looked yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think that, uh, I think that Justin will give him... All right, so let's break down, though. But let's, let's break down where he can beat um, Usman, right? Because if he lands the same punches he landed on, if, if Colby, Co- the same punches that Colby Covington landed on Usman, if McGregor lands him, Usman's going out. All right. Um, no sleeping. Yeah. So Usman's not going to fight that kind of a fight against him. He's going to fight how he did against Woodley, where he's going to get him against the cage, grind him, wear him down, beat him up, uh, he's going to fight that fight, right? But it's an interesting fight. It's a, because you have that, that X factor. McGregor's a star. Uh, what, you, think, you think Usman all day? I think Usman all day because Usman, I think that McGregor has shown his wrestling. I mean, he could definitely defend takedowns, but his wrestling's not at the level of Usman. His wrestling's not at the level of a lot of people. And I think that if it stands, he could not, he could not Usman out. But I think Usman's going to be smart and not do that shit. <laughs> be dumb, you know, just yeah. like people who stand with Ngaio. Like, what the fuck would you stand with this dude? And he's knocking people's asshole through their fucking eye. Like, that's just, like I would like Cormier was like, why would I do that shit? I'll take him to the ground and I'll wrestle the motherfucker. And that's why I think that anybody that fights uh, Conor McGregor after saying how Habib just fucking mauled him. They'll go, oh, just fucking yeah, out but Yeah, but, I mean, Chad Mendez was a, you know, four-time. That was short noted. Uh, yeah, and he's also a 145-pounder. Right, exactly. Uh, Eddie, can't Eddie, Alvarez, Eddie Alvarez was a good wrestler. Couldn't do shit against him. Oh, uh, you know. Come on, man. I mean, McGregor, I'm not saying McGregor. McGregor's the truth. 
I eat eggs, the truth. But I just think that anytime there's a really high, like some either a grappler or a fucking really good wrestler, he's gonna have problems, especially going up 170 with somebody that that's their natural weight, and you got to go up to that weight. I'm telling yeah, you, he didn't look, but he didn't look very fat. You see him at 170, he looked amazing. He looked, yeah, but it's still, you, you're not gonna be as fast. You're just not. He's fast. Wean dog, what do you think, Wean dog? McGregor versus Usman at 170. Yep. All I know is anytime I've ever wanted McGregor to lose, he's always won. Same here. And I'm, I'm kind of like, I've become a McGregor fan over these past couple years, you know? Really? After the, yeah, after the Mayweather fight, I've become a fan of his, even though it's like from the dollar to the window, all that crazy shit. So I'm going to be rooting for him. So just because I'm rooting for him, I think McGregor can win that fight because I'm not rooting against him. But in reality, I think Usman wins 99.5 out of 100 times against McGregor. I don't know. I mean, but the, U- Usman's been rocked before. Colby rocked him a couple times. Colby rocked um, him three times. Uh, a, a lot of guys have rocked him before. They just haven't capitalized it. Mm-hmm. McGregor's one of these guys. He sees blood. Oof. Uh, oh, no, yeah. He's, he's a beast. He's, you're right. I also, you gotta, but I also want to see McGregor against uh, Ali Abdelaziz again. Oh, yeah. Because that's the, the manager. You know, the guy who he's – when he mentioned the guy's – kid that he wasn't taking care of is that even happening and calling the, a terrorist and yada yada the fight that i would want to see is street jesus no I, I i think that he would take it to him street jesus and i would say um mcgregor yeah that's a good fight too that's i mean that's although i mean the street jesus has lost a lot i mean we're talking you know it's it's well it's, lately he's been looking like a fucking world beater Lately, he has. You're you're one thousand percent correct. That that vacation he took or whatever, he came back more as a killer, and he also that going to the judges shit went out the window. He started (laughs) knocking motherfuckers out. He started. I mean, and you got to think about it. When you look at the history of the UFC or MMA. His clip is going to be the clip people are going to see in that montage. That knock that knockout. That knockout was crazy. Fucking flying beat with thirty something seconds. That shit was. And then what he did afterwards was fucked up. But still, I thought it was fucked up. And he kept people, people, people are gonna say I'm wrong, but if Ben Askren would have not taken that two years off uh, after one FC and went right to the UFC, uh, I still think he would have been champion. Like he would have. You mean, really do? Yeah, yeah. He was just. I mean, he was undefeated. He was beating everybody. And it wasn't like he beat Diego Lima. He beat Jay Haran. I mean, that was, that was a close one. But he beat a lot of guys. Uh, I just Robbie think that- Lawler. Robbie Lawler was still – people still questioning, even though I think that Robbie Lawler was out. It, that was a weird – that was a weird one. I was there. That was just, just – was Yeah, but I'm saying – but Robbie Lawler was, was taking it to him and um, yeah. up to that point. So, I just think somebody – like – after you get starched, like he got starched. But that was had- after two years off. Ben took two years off. Like, that was – there was a time when Ben Askren – and I mean, he got cut from Bellator because he was the champion and was boring and was beating everyone up wrestling. And Bellator just cut the, their champion. They just said, you know what? You're, you're boring. You're I, I still think – like, When does that ever starched, happen? man. Come on. I, two years, I get it. But, you know, I've seen people come back – but he did two years of no striking. He did he, and then then he took his he, he left his camp. He 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 brought his camp to his house. He wasn't at Duke Rufus anymore. It was a different Ben Askren. 
the Ben Askren, I, I mean, this is all a what if, and people are going to think I'm crazy, and there's no way of proving this, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about real fighting. Okay, Vanderlei Silva versus Mike Tyson. Uh, this real is, fighting. This is... That this, is retarded. No, that's... The supposedly, bare-knuckle boxing have, has offered Vanderlei Silva $10 million to fight Mike Tyson. Vanderlei has accepted. Now that we're, everyone's waiting on Mike Tyson. Uh, Mike Tyson's 53 years old. This is retarded. Why are they doing this? What, are you going to punch him in his Kolosky bag? This is bullshit. But have you seen him, though? Have you seen, have you seen the way he's I've he seen looks? the clips. I've seen the clips. I've seen the clips. He's jacked. I, I'm going to have to pause one. It's the cable people. The cable people? Uh, uh, is Phil Davis here? Phil, are you here? There you go. Phil Davis, put on your video. Hello? Uh, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Do you see uh, uh, Wing Dog? Explain to him how to put the video on. Uh, I think you have to okay. leave the call and then rejoin, but make sure your video is turned on. I don't know. I've never called into a show. There should yeah, yeah. be an option maybe oh. if you're on a smartphone. Yes. I, I have no – yeah, I, I thought this was audio. That's why I was like – when I saw. No, I want to see your beautiful face, Phil. All right, so leave the call. Come back with a video. All right, cool. All right. I'll, I'll have it all again. All right. All right. This is uh, very, very. This is very professional. Do you think Mike Tyson would even do bare knuckle boxing, or do you think he'd actually want to do he's with, a, with yeah, like, the he's gloves a savage. on? He's for, a ten savage. Million, for, for ten million dollars, like yeah, I think he would do that in a heartbeat. He's, Mike he's Tyson for ten million? I mean, first of all, the rounds are two minutes long. I think the shorter rounds. And uh, the the concern would be that the, the concern would be that he, um, uh, that he uh, sorry the the concern would be that um been there done that I get it that he breaks his hand in the first minute of the fight bare knuckle boxing because you know Tyson's gonna be just throwing bombs and he might break his hand early like they'll have to tell him like hey you know don't punch as hard as you can. Um, yeah, that is not gonna happen. He's a savage. He, he, he's one of those. He's one of those guys. I think one Mike Tyson shouldn't do it. I saw Holyfield uh, training. He needs to just fucking lay down, and take some Metamucil. I just think <laughs> they both need to stop. And and Tyson still got money, so he, it's not the money. But who do you think wins? Um, Vanderlei. Really, over Mike Tyson and bare knuckle boxing? Oh, bare knuckle boxing. Oh shit. No, uh, Mike Tyson all day. Even the fifty-three-year-old Mike Tyson, at least from the footage I saw, if he hits you with one of those in your in your noggin, you're you're going your 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 brain basket is gone to sleep. I'm sorry, that motherfucker looks still like lethal as shit. And so no, when, that's hilarious watching you do this because I know Adam. I've, I've done I've done it twice. You yeah. change diapers. He knows. And now Cameron, my son, is like six-two. And grown and it's weird. I know. I'm. I'm actually gonna like take that part out though. I don't. I don't want people telling me that there's a naked baby and I'm like, uh, this is like baby pornography or some fucking weird shit. That's going- <laughs> yeah. It's like, why do you, why did, why is he showing a naked baby? What's going on? <laughs> I don't need that thing. So you think Mike Tyson? I mean, Vanderlei Silva though has been in the gym. Tyson's taken 15 years off. He hasn't really hit anything in a long time. No, uh, he's been training. He's been training, but not the same level. So you think that he knocks out Vanderlei Silva cold, bare knuckle boxing? The way he he he, the, at least the footage I saw, yes. he looked fucking seriously vicious. Like if he <laughs> hit you with one of them. No, look at the footage. Everybody, 
put him if you go to Mike Tyson's Instagram, there's footage of him just hitting the pads, but it looks it doesn't look like it's, it looks like if he hits you in the body with one of those. Yeah. You're going to have a 15, But that's 15 seconds long though. I mean, the, it's a it's a 30 But even speed-wise, even the way Mike Tyson moves, Vanderlei is doesn't have that 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 savvy, that especially if it's just boxing. If it's just boxing, it's a wrap, even though he's 53. We, uh, Wien Dog, who, who do you think wins in bare knuckle boxing? Mike Tyson or Vanderlei Silva? Um, well, are there steroids involved? Because that's a big factor in this. Oh, Tyson's definitely on something. You don't, at 53 years old, get to that. You don't move like that. Right. Yeah. Then Tyson's oh, going to win. Vanderlei has hooves. What are you talking about? He's, he's a, you know what yeah, I'm saying? He's also on steroids. They're both on steroids, so fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> Why don't they just do Mike Tyson versus um, Francis Ngannou? That'd be oh. sick. What? That's the real money fight. That was oh, well, money. I, well, well, they what? said Tito. Well, it was supposed to be yesterday. It was Tito Ortiz. It was Tito Ortiz versus Mike Tyson <laughs> in in boxing. Now it's bare knuckle boxing. Vanderlei. It's like every day. It's a different. It's changing. It keeps changing. <laughs> All right. So this week uh, we got um, uh, what's his name is fighting uh, this week. Uh, Gilbert Burns Ty- versus Tyron Woodley, Woodley versus Gilbert Burns. Ooh, I think Woodley's got this. I, I think Woodley's got this. I think Woodley's got a, a fire under his ass, and and, and, and he's going to come out and murk this dude. Yeah, I think so, too. Gilbert Burns, though, is no joke. On the ground, if it was a grappling match, Gilbert Burns all day. But I think, you know, Tyron, that motherfucker can punch. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I think. And I think that, you know, Dan Hooker knocked out Gilbert Burns. And, it, you know, Ty, I mean, so I still think, and yeah. And Tyron, Tyron, Tyron's not bad. Like, he looked weird when he fought Usman. It didn't, yeah. He seemed like he was off. Totally. But, but I'm telling you, if, if from what it, the interviews I've seen, the way he's been training and the things going on in his head, I just think he's, he's, he's got it. That, that chip has gotten turned into a whole chocolate chip factory. That motherfucker <laughs> is, I think he's going to be like, I'm going to show you, and I think he's going to knock this dude. You know, put it this way: his soul's gonna leave him. I, I really do think it. I, I'm excited for it. I can't wait. The, the, for the next five weeks in a row, they're having M- uh, UFC fights, which is also crazy yes. because there's a ban from Brazil right now. So the U.S. is not going to be filming. So uh, there's like 30 percent of those fighters from from Brazil next five weeks. What are they gonna do? Uh, why is no one talking about this? Um, I don't know. Maybe a lot of them are already in America. Like Amanda Nunes is in America. Yeah, a lot of them moved to Florida. A lot of uh, Brazilian fighters are in Florida. Denver. Yeah, but a lot of them. But a lot of them aren't. A lot of them aren't. Right. Um, so uh, yeah, no, I was excited. Uh, Sean O'Malley is fighting Eddie Wineland coming up. UFC 250. That's a good Sean fight. Sean O'Malley is always exciting. I mean, I, I, I'm a fan of his. So yes. Uh, also, uh, also uh, this week, it's good, this is a good card this week actually. A lot of people are, are like sleeping on the card, but um, it's actually. Well, no, I think Tyron still, even though people, some people don't like his attitude or whatever, fuck, which I think is bullshit. I think he's right to ask for more money. I don't know why people give him shit about that. Now, what it's do you bull- think of John Jones though? John Jones saying that he's leaving for a couple of years because he's willing to fight in Ganu at heavyweight, but the UFC is not willing to give him more money. Now, what I said yesterday was anybody else, I'd say, you know, if you're a company man, like a guy like Tyron, like a guy like you know, Daniel Cormier or a Glover Teixeira or guys that have just, you know, always Frankie Edgar, 
But John Jones has been a problem for the UFC, whether it's been hitting a pregnant girl and leaving the scene of an accident, coming back, giving her drugs. Uh, uh, constantly testing positive, losing his belt. So I, I think that if it was another sport, he would have been asked to leave. Like in basketball or football, they might have just cut him. Uh, all the right. shit he's done. Boxing, they would have let him keep fighting. Phil, are, are you here? It's the image is there, but he's not there yet. Hold on, let me see. Phil Davis. Uh, ask to start video. All right, here we go. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, so that's the thing where I think his negotiating is a little bit off. It's not like he's like a, a guy like Bisbing, who they asked Bisbing to fight next week, he'll fill in. Or, you know, a guy like that. Whereas Jones is like literally breaking, the whole country's on lockdown. He's going around shooting guns and drinking beer while, while driving. Like, and now he wants more money. And also, he barely beat Dominic Reyes. I mean, barely beat him. I think that was uh, it was it was it was on the fence for me. I thought Jones won, but it wasn't like they should they uh, should rematch. Yeah, right. So at the same time, if he's gonna fight Ngannou at a heavyweight, he should get more money for that. He should. Yeah, because of the brain damage, and also you got to give him you know lollipops to suck on because for a while here he's not gonna be able to eat. I personally think he's gonna get if he fights heavyweight this monster he's gonna have a problem i just feel like he got too much power at least from the last couple fights i've seen i know that john jones one of the best to ever do it or the goat i i I disagree with that completely i think that gsp to me is one of the best to me like he would be more in the conversation than john jones i think fedor is there are you serious really fedor beating prime mark coleman uh, beating Krokop, uh, the list of guys that he just ran through. I mean, right. the problem with, like, the GOAT, right? Here's the, here's the problem with the GOAT, because, like, it's, 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 it's not only, like, how it's, – like, is, do you go by career-wise or do you go by a five-year span, right? Because if we're going to go by, like – if we're going to go by, like, a five-year span, right? Right. Then it's like, okay, then we, then we, put, then we put Fedor there, right? Then you put – like GSP there. Then you put Anderson Silva during his reign. But Anderson Silva had six losses before that reign. So you go if you go all time, then you go right now you go Khabib because he's never lost. So it's no, weird. no, 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 no. I mean, so far you got to go during the, your reign, and and I would say, okay, people always debate with me about this. I don't give a fuck. GSP to me is one of the best. Period. Yes. I would absolutely. Anderson Silva, when he was top of his game, was murking motherfuckers. The the Rich Franklin fight was bananas. Like it was bananas to me. So I say him for sure. There's a lot of people that they sleep on, but I Mighty Mouse. Yeah, uh, Phil Davis. Mouse. Phil Davis, who's your greatest of all time? Hey, what's up, Phil? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Greatest uh, of all time? Yes. Or in this conversation. Other than you, because you've been murking motherfuckers. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, man, I, you know, I, I love Chuck Liddell. Chuck Liddell, man, what? when he was on top, he was really on top. Um, let me see who else. I can't, I can't deny Demetrius Johnson. He, man, how many title defenses has he had? Uh, too many. Was it thirteen? Was it thirteen? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Stupid. And he, and he was doing amazing shit. How, you, how yeah, you jump yeah. up to an arm bar in midair. And like, who the fuck does that? 
Yeah. I just think that Mighty Mouse would be. I mean, do you put John Jones in there? You have to, right? No. No. Is that because the steroids take away, like, after post USADA yes. John Jones versus pre USADA John Jones? <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, so you got to go clean, you gotta, right? And then, but the, wouldn't you put Khabib in there? I mean, he's never lost. He's beating everybody. Uh, I, mean, I, don't, I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, he I, honestly, I love Khabib. Uh, I'm, I'm in his corner every time he fights. Uh, I don't think, I mean, to put him in there with Mighty Mouse, GSP, uh, you know, even in the, in the conversation with John Jones, I mean, he, he. I mean, he's great. He just hasn't had that, as many title defenses. He's on his way. He's on he his way. He have like quality of opposition, right? Because he hasn't fought the guys GSP fought, right. John Jones fought. But I, I mean, I, I, if he were to retire right now, I would say, you know, okay, I'll put him in that conversation because I mean, right now he he can't fight, right. you know, everybody. He just can't. So I, I'm not going to fault him for that. But um, he's had some injuries. He's been out. He's beating everybody he's got his hands on. And so, like I said, if he were to retire right now, which I hope he does not, but uh, then, then he will be up for that talk. But as of right now, as he's still currently fighting, I'd say he's on his way. He's not there yet. Really? Fedor? What about Fedor? Uh, Fedor's definitely, definitely, definitely. Definitely oh, wow. up there. You really? Yeah. I mean, look at the guys he's beat. Ben Fedor's beat. I mean, he pretty much everybody. Yeah, yeah. But the problem is, once they lose, then they lose a lot, and you forget how good they were when they won. That's right, the, right. That's the problem is that you, you like, you're remembering Fedor versus you know Bigfoot Silva, but okay, you know, okay, that might be it. The, the strike but even Anderson Silva when he fought uh, Stylebender, even though he lost the fight, it was a good fight. That was a weird fight. That it was, was a weird fight. It was a lot of. It was interesting. It was interesting, for sure. It's like a sparring match, I thought, kind of. Um, now, Phil Davis, how are you doing? What's going on with you? Yeah, yeah, fuck them. Let's oh, talk. man. I'm doing all right. I'm laying low and uh, doing the best I can. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're in interesting times right now. we <laughs> got all sorts of craziness going on, man. Are you, uh, are you but, training? Uh, I'm training. Right now, I'm training once a day, kind of uh, going in the gym, doing bag. Uh, and doing mitts, um, pretty much an empty gym, just me and my coach. And then in the evenings, I'm doing cardio, getting some some mean runs in, and, and that's really it. Um, it's just a little. I I have no fight booked yet. I have no date yet. And uh, the risk versus reward is just. It's not. It doesn't seem. It doesn't seem reasonable right now. To, uh, to mix it up further than that. No, I think you're the most underrated fighter in MMA, honestly. You were talking about you, yeah. Because look at the guys you – I mean, first of all, look how good Glover Teixeira looked. And, mm. and you beat Glover pretty easily. Uh, were you surprised how good <laughs> Glover looked against Anthony Smith, by the way? Yeah, you know, he had kind of a slow start, but once he got going, man, he got going. He right. got going. Went to town. Man, I, you know, I – uh, I'm a fan of the sport, so I celebrate these guys, uh, both Anthony Smith and, and Glover Teixeira. Um, so I, I was really glad. I mean, they, they both had a great performance. Obviously, uh, Anthony Smith, he's just – he's still coming up. And, if you know, he's he's still got a lot to learn. You know, sometimes you, you can get to these big fights and you feel like you've arrived, but he he's still coming up. He's hey, still coming up. He's a right? Do you stop the fight? <laughs> 
Uh, probably. Yes. Uh, now, Dominic Cruz, your boy, your, your best friend, you guys are like, uh, like if they, if they were going to remake a, a movie from the 80s where like there's like <laughs> the, 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 the cop, like, like the, this, yeah. the miserable cop versus lethal like lethal weapon. Like lethal weapon, you know, I would exactly. say you guys would be great. Um, was that fight? Except he's movie? Danny. He's Danny. Oh, he's Danny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm no cat. But that's because you hate Jews. Exactly. But, but now, um, now, as, now, do you um, do you think that fight was stopped too early? Um, so early. Now, granted, like you said, I'm biased. I would say definitely an early stoppage. But did I think it was fair? Yes. Did I think it was safe? Yes. If he, you know, that call. I don't have a problem with it, you know. I, I don't have a. Pro- there's there's times where really? I'm like, huh? I, I well, I, well I, here's the thing. Like I said, I'm biased. Number one, right. and number two, I did think it was early. I did think it was early. Hey, but hey, okay. Out, like, what are you doing? I will go. We can go. We can go through the history of early stoppages. Right. It, 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 like when you got guys like. Cain Velasquez versus uh, Junior Dos Santos. Oh, God. Yeah. Ref by the best ref there is, yeah. okay? Yeah. And that, you know, like, I'm like, yo, how, how like, I, I was, I remember I was watching the fight, and I was tweeting the whole time, I was like, yo, you gotta stop, somebody's gotta stop this fight. Right. Somebody's right. seriously gotta stop this fight. This is not good. Those like, are heavyweights, too. Ju- these are heavyweights. Yeah. Like you, a, a grown man is not supposed to take that many hits from another grown man. Right. Like if, if I was taking that many hits from like a three year old, you somebody got to do something no, to that three year old. That's what Dominic like, also was also upset about was he was a foot and a half taller than Cejudo, and he's like, "You got some little kid fucking hitting me, and you're stopping." <laughs> like, 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 like in his head, don't you think he was like, yeah. like because he when he got up, you saw how much taller he was than Cejudo. And that's yeah, why yeah. part of him was like, what? Are you fucking kidding me? This is like my little brother giving me a noogie. You know, like. Because he stood up. He put his yep. hand out. He was coherent. He looked at him like, what are you doing? Yeah. And, and, yeah. and when he got against the gate, and it was a couple times, I was like, no, don't get me wrong. Cejudo was putting in work. But it wasn't yeah. like it wasn't like he was wobbling all over the place or some shit. I, I, you know what? I'm one of those people, when you're watching it, I jump off the couch like, what the fuck? It was a good knee though. That knee was good though. It was a good. It was. Knee. Okay. It, was it was. It it was good and it was nice and square. Like he, it connect. It didn't like graze him. It connected. Yeah. And uh, you know, you really kind of got a factor. You cannot separate those two. Like, yeah, he got hit with some fast rabbit punches that probably didn't hurt him. But that knee definitely, that definitely stuck him. And it, you know, I, I really err on the side of caution. Like, if, you know. You know him being my friend. Do I wanna? Do I wanna see him take more more punishment? No, absolutely not. So if the ref stops it, I'm I'm fine with it. But at the same time, I'm like, they're compared to other fights. Yeah. That was super early. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but but definitely not into the, you know, ne- like he was trying to screw me over range. Like I just thought it was like but he said your he call. Smelled like, he smelled like cigarettes and alcohol and pussy. Yeah did, you smell, yeah, did you smell the cigarettes? He, he didn't say pussy. Uh, but did, did you, smell the, did you, I, you just thought those three go together like that. 
it did sound like it's a smooth. <laughs> Chang, very funny comic, Chang. I don't know if oh, God. he's Comic View, and he was on, you know, everything back in the day, and still. Um, so that's, by the way, uh, one of the funniest dudes. Now, now, Phil, were you in the octagon when he fought him? No, no, no. I was at home. Oh, so you couldn't smell the cigarettes? You couldn't validate that? <laughs> I can't. I can't validate any of those claims. You know, I, I, I mean, I know. Okay, no, I, I mean, I know that ref. He he just kind of, he seems like you know he's. I don't know. Yeah. Well. Mm. Okay. But you know, he, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Um. You just gotta like. It, 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 give it more time. Dominic's gonna look back and be like, "All right, you know, like." Shouldn't yeah, I might. I might have went. He may never apologize. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Dominic Cruz. <laughs> he may never apologize, but he may say. Hmm. It was a good knee. He got me. Maybe I went a little hard on him. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I went a little hard. I, I don't know. I don't know about that. You don't think so? No. I mean, yeah. I've seen people when they when they stop, it's where I go, please stop it. But and where somebody's getting wobbled, or you see, yeah. literally see their eyes rolling up in their head. He was right. coherent as fuck. And Absolutely. To me, and to me, it's like, not that I want the fighter to be hurt. I'm saying right. some people really do have that mentality. Okay, if I'm going to go out, I'm going out on my shield. Right. Well, I, 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 mean, I heard – what do you need, baby? You up here? You want to watch? You want to listen? Okay, <laughs> you can listen. Uh, you know, I heard Dominic say, you know, I talked to the ref in the back. I told him, don't stop the fight till I'm knocked out, which I would say too. However, it's – it's absolutely not up to me or him <laughs> when the fight is over. The fight's over, um, right, right. It's, it's just not. That guy has one job, just one, and it's keep the fighter safe. That's right. it. Right. That's it. And, and, and he's trying to, you know, do the best he can to, to keep the fighter safe. You know, his job is not like, okay, this guy asked me to let him go until he's knocked out, so I'm going to give him more time. You, no, that's, that is actually biased. Okay, right. You, right. you have to keep a, a firm, I'm going to keep everybody safe at this level. You know, if I feel like this is dangering anybody, I'll stop it. I'll call it. You know, I'll step in. So, I, I, again, like, I really do. It, it, I, here's the thing. I really wish the fight could have gone on. It, I feel like it should have gone on. Right. But I do not have a problem with it being called early. Like, I, I can't. Like, it, it, it's one of those things, like – uh you know, ground rule double. Well, you know, you really should have got a triple, you know? <laughs> you really should have. But, but, you know what I mean? It's the game. I got to give you a double, you okay. know? I no, he, Let's talk about you because – Okay, I wanted to ask him a question, but got, Adam, I'll go ahead. There's a couple, so three questions a, about three fights of yours. All right, so, Phil, you're a good-looking guy. You're all-American Emma? wrestler, national champion. You're smart. <laughs> You've got you're, – you're, you're loyal to your wife. You're a family guy. You've you beaten everybody. You got a fucking 10-pack. And Bellator is burying you on, like, an Israel card at 3 in the afternoon on a Tuesday, okay? But <laughs> what's going – You, I think you should be the poster boy of Bellator. Like, I think that you will stand up against anybody in the world. Uh, and I, I think you could be the best fighter in the world at, at your weight class. Yeah. Well, who did you pick? Who do you, what happened? Did you sleep with someone's wife in college or something? What, what, talk to <laughs> what, What's going on? Uh, 
I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> I, don't, I can. I don't remember. Can either, yeah, can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny that. But uh, uh, no, you know, honestly, Bellator's been. They've been. They've been honestly really, really great about getting me uh, top fights and, and great guys to fight. And um, uh, right now, we're they're really building up the the light heavyweight division. Um. What they're trying to do right now, eventually they want to build it up and have another um, light heavyweight tournament. Right. So, in the meantime, they're just keeping me as busy as possible. Um, I'm taking on as uh, Neil Melanson. You know Neil. He's a Vegas yeah. guy. He says, uh, you know, I'm taking on all comers and coming on all takers. How do you feel though, like, as far as you in the gym? Do you feel as good as you did five years ago? Do you feel like you lost a step? How do how do how do how do you, how do you, how do you feel? I, you know, it's crazy. Uh, so I'm like a, a late bloomer. I, I feel like I'm late to get my grown man strength. Like, <laughs> I, I got, it's crazy, man. Like, uh, I honestly, I've had two uh, injuries pretty much my entire career. Um, and they're just been the best injuries. If you want to have an injury, you want to have a, a PCL tear. It's... um non-invasive there's no surgery you just do rehab and uh and that's it and you sit sit out for six to nine months and so um you know i've just been really blessed and now uh i just feel like i'm just full of like knowledge um right just in this game and i, I just feel like i'm just my body is just healthy like man if you look at any of my teammates from high school college yeah, they're all retired. And, and now i'm like yo i've never i've never had a i never had a surgery i've never broken a bone i've had like three black eyes one of them two of them from wrestling like do you uh, know like aren't those just your eyes what's that aren't those just your eyes regularly okay here we go yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, a black eye. Okay, that's good. Okay. All right, that's good. <laughs> yeah, Adam. Yeah, got it. Black hey, joke. hey, can we get him a job? Maybe he could be a comedian. <laughs> <or something. laughs> okay, I got I got three questions. Real, real quick, there was I, I looked it. at your fights. I looked at and I thought what your best fights were, and I'm gonna ask you if you think these were your best fights. Okay, now uh, Francis Carmont. I thought that that. Okay, you hit him with a left that came from. It was one of those Avengers. <laughs> no, it looked like the Avengers. <laughs> but you, you you threw it like this, and then it was it came, and I was like, "Oh, that's some Avengers shit." Okay. <laughs> no, you really you you marked him. Yeah, no, it it, was it came stuff. all the way from Cleveland for sure. That was a, yeah, that was a, that was a beast. <laughs> but and that's when you got the belt. Okay, that was that's three years ago. Um, uh, Linton. Okay, that knockout in Bellator two hundred. Yep. That one. That one was, but that one was more like. Uh, a, a highlight reel to me. Like, right. Two years ago yesterday. Oh, wow. Damn. See, you, uh -huh. weren't, you weren't even trying to do that. Damn. Damn. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then, okay, now this was the one I was going to ask you about. Because I wrote a note because I was watching your fights and I was watching all of them thinking, okay, was this your toughest fight, Liam? Was Liam your toughest fight? Um, On no. Anthony Johnson is probably your toughest fight, right? No, I mean, if he looked like you guys well, in Bellator, or we're saying in Bellator, Bellator, Bellator. I would say you, you, you beat him absolutely. You, you beat the brakes off him, but he that, that looked tough to me. I was like, and I want to ask you, was that a fight where you're like, God damn, this dude is not going. He's not going away. 
No, he he definitely <laughs> definitely would not go away. So I fought him twice. The the first time I went five rounds and uh, and took the light heavyweight title from him. second time. I finished him in the third or the second, yeah. third, third. But your leg kicked and, uh, you to death. Your your leg kicks were yeah. your marketing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. Uh, strategically, that was one of my favorite fights. That was one of those. You know, um, we put a plan together, and um, I just stuck to it. And it, it's it's beautiful when like you work on something in training and the read is completely correct. Everything falls in place. You say he's going to step left and he steps left. You know what I'm saying? Like everything fell in place. So I'll give you a little background. In the first fight, uh, we start fighting. And in the first round, I, I catch him with a, a hook. I was really trying to press him up against the fence and just kind of dirty box him, tire him out, right? Uh, he's a high-level black belt. So I didn't really want to get to the ground with him. I mean, I, I think I'm good on the ground. I just didn't want – I knew he would be comfortable there. So when you know someone's comfortable, you just don't give them what they want. Like that whole Tito Ortiz thing. He had some weird submissions that, like, come out Right, yeah. right. And, uh, and, of course, we watched that fight, and he did an inverted triangle out of side control. So whenever I ended up on top, I did knee on belly. Now, he could never have side control the way he wanted to to set up his, uh, his triangle. So, so check this out. So I catch him with this hook. And he grabs me to to try to like you know stop the punches. I'm like, oh no, you don't. Nobody nobody grabs me in like a bear hug. So I take him down, and I pass his guard. I'm knee on belly just like we practiced, so I wouldn't get inverted triangle. And I just start punching him. And then that round was over, and I was like, hmm, that was kind of that seemed a little bit easier than it should have been. Maybe we should go back. Right. So I did it again. I took him down and went straight back to knee on belly, and I did it for five rounds. Right. That was I the get whole so fight. annoyed though. When you're fight, so I get upset when you <laughs> when you headhunt. Uh, uh, right? You're, does does your coach get mad at you too? Is he like, what? Why are we not wrestling? No, no. You're an so NCAA I'll, champion. You're the you were the exactly, best. exactly, and that's exactly why everyone expects it. Right. Yeah. Uh, so so the, the opposite. Yeah. Right. Right. Um. Exactly. And so the second fight, so he he asked for a rematch, and uh, and so we we rematched in L.A. Uh, last year, and um, it, it, I remember in the press conference after the first fight, he's like, you know, Phil did what he did, you know, he he did he Phil does what he always does, he just lays on me, really kind of made it lackluster. I'm like, you're you're a high level black belt, and you couldn't get out of Neil and Belly. Mm-hmm. We should talk about that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I like honestly, like, I, that's just not who I am. Is like kicking a man when he's down. He's having a terrible night. He just got manhandled, lost the title. That's a that's a rough night. I don't even. I didn't even want to. I didn't. <laughs> he was man. He was so fragile. I was just like, I'm, I'm not. I'm not even about you know stomping a man when he's down. But second fight, I was like, okay, in his head. He thought he lost that fight because I wrestled him, and I didn't. I simply took advantage of the situation that was there. I didn't even come in trying to wrestle. Right. So the second fight, I, uh, my whole my whole strategy was to leg kick him, and he he plants really hard on his lead leg. It was just to kick his lead leg, and then um, really just work him standing up. 
because when a guy gets taken down as many times as he did, he does an eight-week camp with every wrestler within 30 miles. Good point. These are, okay? good, points. These are good points. You're making good points. Hold on. It gets better, right? So he, fight, he fights King Mo. He stops a couple cake downs. He feels great about his wrestling. He's like, I can take on field now. He gets his great camp going. He brings in his wrestling coach. He has, you know, everybody he can get, you know? And then all of that, all of that, you did your whole camp based upon Phil trying to take you down, and the moment never comes. Can you imagine how uh, empty that must feel? <laughs> how you've been training for this moment, but the moment never came? The opportunity to show what you've been doing never came? You're playing good mind games. You can put a good mind oh, game. Oh, this, this shit is all mind games. But that, but that, okay, fine. But that one fight, you should have taken down. The, 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 the fight you lost. Okay, the all right. I should have taken him down. That Sambo guy. <laughs> right. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, Nimkov, Nimkov, Nimkov. But you still, he didn't check one kick. Like, mm -mm. That, like you, lit, you were lighting up. It was like, I was sitting there going, is he going to check any of these kicks? He didn't check. No. He kept, he kept <laughs> leaning in. He put his weight on it. And I literally looked at it and said, you know he's about to light you up again on your leg. Then he, he <laughs> lit him up again and again and again. And I thought, he's not going to be able to stand. I'm telling you. And I was, no. my, son, my son was like, this, is, this dude's going to be crippled. Like, you were watching it. <laughs> I really thought, this dude's going to have to get a new leg. That was yeah. great. Yeah, but, but I was like, why isn't he checking? Like, by the third time, I thought, he's got to catch on. I know. Until mm -hmm. fucking like, I mean, how do you get your body without taking steroids? How does that happen? What do you do? Bro, so my dad was a state champion hurdler. Uh, um, that's oh, a big okay. part of it. You got to have a dad who's state champion hurdler. Uh, <laughs> That genetics yeah. is my bad to have. Yeah. Well, and I read you also played, you were varsity tennis. Yeah. You were a tennis yeah, player? And cross country. And cross country. Wow. That's crazy. I, I mean, I, I, when I think of you, I don't think tennis. Uh, mm -hmm. like, uh, i tell you what, though. If I applied myself, I could have been decent at tennis. Cross country, it was never going to be in the cars for me. I mean, like, not even close. I only ran it for wrestling, just to be lean and, and, and be in shape. But uh, tennis, ooh, we could have done something there. But when you say it could have been decent, like you could have been like a pro ranked top 10, like that? <sighs> well, here's the deal. <laughs> I, I will never say I could have been professional. I just feel like if someone said that to me about fighting, I'd be like, hmm, that's cute. Yeah, but you, yeah. Actually, um, did it, right? But you actually did it. But, but – um, I was, I was number one on my team, and I was awful. I would have, I would have been a good number, number, number two, number three. But um, I um, so I really only we, tennis was like our family sport. So like we would go out on the weekends. My dad, my brothers, we played doubles, and um, it was just fun, you know. Right. Um, where other people would play basketball, like just you know pickup game, we would play tennis. Like, you guys the Williams brothers. The Williams Brothers. Oh! <laughs> That's awesome. The Williams Brothers. Yeah, so that was what we did. And, um, you know, we had, a, like, a at one point, we had, like, a clay court membership. We used to, you know, it was, you know, we, I got into it. I got, it gets, you know, tennis, it, you can get, you can get deep in that game real fast. That's awesome, man. Mm -hmm. I know. I, 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 that's really, really cool. Um, now, 
Were you surprised? Cause you, I thought you beat Bader twice. I don't understand. Like I, I had you winning when he knocked out uh, Fedor and when he beat the shit mm-hmm. out of Matt Trione, were you surprised at all? Um, you know, I'm the move up to heavyweight is real. Like you never know how guys want to do. Um, so, I mean, yeah, definitely surprised. Um, especially knockout. I didn't, I mean, he knocked out like three guys, a King Mo. He knocked out King Mo. Then he King knocked Mo. out, uh, who else? Fedor. Yeah. Knocked Was out there some- another guy? Maybe. Maybe. But yeah. yeah. But what's crazy, I'm like, man, like, I'm, I'm like, dude, like, he knocked three guys out in 30 seconds. And I'm like, with the same punch. He never even rocked you. All right. No. Yeah, you weren't even faded at all. No. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, styles make fights, man. And it, it's crazy because, you know, I, there was just never that opportunity. It's not even like I dodged the punch. It was never there. Like yeah. he didn't come at me like that. The fight, right. just the fight, the whole fight just evolved differently with he and I in there. Like it's the only guy ever rocky was Anthony Johnson, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. That was a at least that I remember. A heavy hitter. He's a heavy, he's a heavy I mean, hitter. Was that one of those things where you're like, I could take a punch, no one could hurt me, and then you're like, whoa, but where am I? <laughs> now, honestly. I remember, I remember it very, very vividly. I never, like, you know, uh, I was trying to, like, fake a takedown, and he hit me. I was still trying to punch him, and he hit me with an uppercut, right? Bam! Caught me clean. And he hit me in the eyebrow, and it started to bleed. Or he either hit me either, either right below the eye or right above the eye. Anyway, it started to bleed. I think it was right above, and he started to bleed into my eye. And um, before... The blood got to my eye. There were like three Anthony Johnsons in front of me. So I don't know how scary you think Anthony Johnson is, <laughs> but three of them is not good. Okay? <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> wow. It just, just imagine being stuck in a dark alley with three Anthony Johnsons trying to fight you. It's were just you like, not good. The one the, was it like Rocky? Like hit the one in the middle? Did you hit the one in the middle? Yeah, of course you always try to. So another thing, here's the other thing that happened, right? So shortly after, <laughs> shortly after that moment, I'm like, okay, there's three of them. At cool, you cool, you good, you good. Keep your face together, right? So I'm like, mm-hmm, all right, yeah, I mean, that's good. Yeah, yeah, whatever, right? Then the blood comes down and it's like, it's, I just remember it was this eye was just like, Red, 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 red. Like it was just like a uh, like a like a movie. Like the the screen just got wow, just covered in blood. Right. Oh my god! And I've never in my life, never in my life, had like blood in my eye or seen anything like that. <laughs> oh, my god. Now, the, oh, the, the voice in your head going, shoot a single leg, shoot a single leg, shoot a single leg. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I was trying to grab a hold of him, like bad. But of course, he knew that he's he's veteran. He got some tricks. He he knows that takedown is coming. Right. It was it was it was well underway as soon as he hit me. Right. <clears throat> so, at that point, right, real thought went through my head. Um, I'm in like uh, a 300 level Kinesis class at Penn State, and they're explaining hand-eye coordination. Right. You need two eyes in order to have depth perception. Right. 
And that never re like I get it. I can say it. I can read it out of the book. I'll write it down for my test. It never really makes sense. If I close my eye, I still know where the phone is. I can still touch my nose. You know what I mean? Like I still have that. In that moment, I it all makes sense because I'm moving. He's moving. He's throwing hammers at me. And what's crazy is, it, and this is how I knew I was like I was messed up because he could hit me, but I couldn't hit him. He was just. It well, kept coming up short. College classes right now. No offense, but like he hit you back to college. Bro, he hit me back to college. <laughs> <laughs> he took me to school. Why do I have he literally took on. me to school. I have this backpack on and I'm running up the steps. What the <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, some of the fights I've seen you have, you've done the same shit. One, your, your high kick, it seems like it always sneaks over their guard. It mm -hmm. always does. Like, it seems like they come in, and as soon as they go to put it up, you go, nah, I'm going to take it about an inch a little higher. Wham! <laughs> so you, you've slept people with, like, with, that's why I was telling Adam, your resume is like, it's a submission, uh, head kick, knockout, submission. It's like, if you were looked at an MMA resume, you go, that's the resume I would want. And he's also making up fucking submissions. Like, his Tim Bosch, like, yeah. he learned it, like, that morning. Uh, like, so, so funny story. I actually learned that um, I was warming up with Lloyd Irvin, and um, I took this fight on seven days' notice against Rodney Wallace. Right? I think that was my third fight in. Seven days' notice. The fight was in Oakland. I was at San Jose training with uh, at the time, and uh, I was just like, I mean, I'm in shape. I mean, I, I could fight, and. Uh, the the deciding factor was I'm 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 two and zero in the UFC. This guy had two fight of the night performances, but he's zero and two in the UFC. Now the way that the contracts were structured for the same money. Later on, I'm going to fight a guy who is definitely not going to be zero and two. So why wouldn't I fight the Owen two guy on seven day notice? Like, no, Owen two every day. Like, yeah. <laughs> nah, seven but days I'm good enough. You've Let's go. Been, you've always been like, I remember. I remember you came to my comedy show. By the way, I have a, lot, a whole bunch of new jokes now. So, but I remember you came to like right. uh, you came to a bunch of my shows, and uh, there was one time you were, you just signed with Bellator, and you're like, I'm getting like five times the money to fight the, like similar guys why wouldn't i do it like there was no yeah there's no ego involved like some people are like well, yeah what about you're like fuck it like i got a family i want to have how many kids you have three now two kids two kids two kids you got a family you got a house in san diego you probably own the house right mm -hmm. yeah, i mean you got you got you got cars yep. you probably own your car like why would you not do that like what do you need to i mean take go with the money go with the money Right. Well, and you also, you still got, you, you won the tournaments. Like, you won tournaments that other people have tried three and four times, and you came and you ran through them. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a fact. Because, it, like, even when uh, Big John was interviewing you, it, it was like, wow, you just, you, you submit one guy, and then you knock another guy out. It's an easy night for you. And he was talking to you. I was going, yeah, if you think about it, it kind of was. It wasn't, it didn't seem like it was like, oh, that was such a test. You kind of ran through it. Well, you, you know, it's, 
it's uh the hardest part about that night was when you when you get done fighting especially if you get a finish the you know the second you you know the ref steps in you're like whew like, <laughs> really you, you know you just i mean the the feeling of sitting back in your chair like you know whew i'm done <laughs> you know like it's a it's a long build up to get to a fight you know just to get there to the to the cage and then when it's over ah deep breath we're we're good you know but to have to like silence that feeling and because I, I I was very intentional about never allowing myself to indulge in in that first win, and uh, you know I beat uh, what's his name uh, uh, Emmanuel Newton. Uh, I submitted him. Come here, come here, Teddy. Well, that's probably come sit in my lap. That's probably a wrestling thing, also. Yeah. This this guy's going to be a wrestling champ right here. No, uh, there he, look at him. He's already a two champ. Look at you. Why you look good thing you look like your mom. (laughs) (laughs) So no, I just think that when I watched the fight and when I watched the fights, it just seemed like tournaments, I would imagine you can't step off the gas. Does that make sense? No. Not at all. Oh, I got that one. That's good. But this next guy, I gotta really, you know, this is when I gotta But you did though. No, you did. It's just that I would imagine tournaments other than physically taxing on mm-hmm. you, that mindset would be like, wow, I got to reset for this next guy. And usually it's time between the reset for the next guy. But mm-hmm. You don't get time. Yeah, they, the commission was uh, adamant on only giving us one hour exactly oh. in between fights. So right around. Did you see what happened just now? He, uh, he uh, gassed out. <laughs> Phil, you still here? Hello? I lost connection. No big deal. Yeah. He's a good dude. Isn't he the best? Oh, yeah. He's just, he said there was three of them. <laughs> so imagine three of them in an alley. That's hilarious. Yeah. No, I, I really so – I'm like what you had said on the uh, when I had texted you, he is so underrated. and, and But he's he just has such a cool attitude about it. Yeah. He's getting paid. He, he, he like does what he loves. He's got great family. Two kids. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I guess. I think, I think living in San Diego helps because he grew up in, in, like, Pennsylvania. I think San Diego's a lot happier than Pennsylvania. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a, yeah, Pennsylvania. I, mm, I, I was going to say, if I had to live one place where there was no, like, if I'm done doing comedy, and I could live one place in America, I think it'd be San Diego. Really? It's warm. Hawaii. Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, Hawaii. Alaska. Really? Uh, she would say Alaska. Hell yeah, I'm going out there with the, my log cabin, hunt some grizzly bears, eat some maple syrup. It's Hell like yeah, dude. men for every woman there. Yeah, and, and you rip the skin off your penis from masturbating in your cabin. Somewhere. I've already ripped the skin off my penis with this quarantine, dude, trust oh, me. Oh, yeah, my bad. Yeah, that, <laughs> like, I've already done that. What's next? No, I, I, I'd say for sure, San Diego's beautiful, but Hawaii, man. I went and did some shows there, and I was like, when I retire, I'm moving here. Yeah, totally. It's 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 one of those places you go, this is like a movie set. It's amazing. I've done like three shows there. Nassau is beautiful too. I've done shows there too. So I mean, but like to me, when just talking to Phil, he he seems like he really 
and him and his team really like digest how, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. And some like where other fighters just, um, Diego Santos just goes, I'm going to go out and fight. Just don't I'm going to throw hands. There's not a lot of strategies. Just like, ah, I'm bloody. My eyebrows hanging off my ass. But well, he don't care. Now he has that new trainer who, uh, you heard about that guy who's training him. No. Oh, this is, he's this trainer that is his only trainer, only guy in the corner. And he has this thing called School of Self-Awareness. I don't think he's ever got to a fight before. His whole goal is for Diego not, not to get beat up. He says that he his practices are insane. He has a YouTube channel where you can watch him beat up three guys at once, but it doesn't seem like these guys are really trying. It's, just, it's unbelievable. You, you want to be – by the way, speaking of which, Mike Perry says for his next fight, he's only going to have his girlfriend in his corner. Probably uh, a smart move. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, definitely. We all we all know how successful fighters with girlfriends in the corners are. Has that ever happened? I think Jose- Alvi's girlfriend or his wife is always in his corner. Yeah, but he also has like Team Quest in his corner, and like you it's know. not like he. Yeah, it's not like he doesn't have a top team. Um, I remember Jose Canseco when he fought Hong Mong Choi, came in with like a baseball bat, wearing tights, and he had his girlfriend in his corner. I think he like broke his ankle within well, thirty Gary's seconds. Gary's kind of a nut. I like him. But he's kind of a nut, though. I kind mean, of a nut? did you say no? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you say kind of? No, I honestly, I've, I've watched his interviews, and sometimes I think, oh, he's just, you know, he's hood. But then he'll go really left and go, no, he's crazy. He's he's like lick windows crazy. Like he, I think that he's one of those people I would never want to run in and make him upset. No, of course not. No, he, of course not. No, but now, now, when you, now when you say he's hood, what do you mean by that? He just comes off like, like he just comes off hood. <laughs> I mean, I'm not really hood. Yeah, hood. No, you were like, didn't you say growing up you were like the um, the only black guy at the Metallica concert? Oh I mean, yeah, I, I love metal. Yeah, yeah, and I used to mosh. And I, I mean, that when I when I went, I, I used to go to House of Champions, Big Jim, and Frank Friedman was the kickboxing. I did that because when I would go mosh, I would get hurt a lot. Yeah. And and also, it was also so I wouldn't get beat up. At, I remember Park Playground. I was like, oh, man, people are getting beat up. And I'm like, I don't want to get beat up. But um, and that when I would mosh, and I was like, oh, that'll help me in moshing. When I go mosh, I can be tougher. So that was one of my reasons for doing it. I know this sounds weird, like a weird reason, because I wanted to be the hardest mosher in the pit. And and I, I know you, you grew up where in, uh, in New York? Yeah. And where? Uh, Queens, Brooklyn? Brownsville. Brownsville. Wow. Yeah. And uh, I used to go to Jersey City. I used to train over there. And then I would catch the path back. Then I would go to art school and then home and then work. Did you ever see, uh, did you, did you ever see Shannon Briggs or Tyson in your neighborhood? Yeah, I saw Tyson. I didn't see Briggs. Wow. And then, I, I was scared of him because I thought – he had that look in his eyes like, I will eat your face. Like, he has that look, like, where his eyes are twitching. So, but that was a long time ago. And, like, the main thing for me, when I watch a lot of fighters now and I look at the fighters from before that I knew, none of them could hang with these dudes. No, but, like, the Brownsville, like, because I'm, I'm from Long Island, and they always said, like, Brownsville was, like, they said, oh, Tyson's from Brownsville. That's like the worst area in New York. That's like. I know it wasn't the worst. No, the Bronx yeah. was the worst by far. Really? Like Harlem, the Bronx is worse than Brownsville? Uh, Harlem wasn't. Fort Apache was. For, for, what's Fort Apache? The, in the Bronx. 
That's that's the place in the Bronx that was that's rough. Where, yeah, the Bronx. But the Bronx, but I'm gonna tell you right now, like I think because my family and everything, I didn't have any problems. Um, I, I mean, I got scrapes, but I didn't have any problems. But a lot of the fighters that you hear coming from there, there were so many more that were really good, but they all got into dumb drug trouble. But if they didn't, you'd be talking about them like you talk about Tyson. Wow. Yeah, they were. There was a. There was a ton. And uh, well, Tyson cussed him out to pull him out of that area. Well, and- he had to. He, he, if he wouldn't have pulled him out, he'd be robbing houses. He'd be robbing houses, and he would have got shot. I'm serious. Mike Tyson would have. He absolutely would. I know. There's a friend of mine, Ben, and he was a boxer. I remember because yeah, because he knocked out one of my two, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. No. <laughs> I hope you watch this. You you lucky you knocked my son, bitch. But I think that a lot of the people that you see fighters from there, they all went the wrong direction. So they didn't have anybody to guide them. Whereas, and I think Mike Tyson was super lucky to find somebody that was like, let's take this kid and take him out of that, you know, that, that element, that crazy element. I mean, when you got to step over a body to get your mail and people are like, oh, was it a bum? No, a dead person. Like that makes you, that's why I was like, I can't wait to go to Jersey. That was your area though. So yeah, saying- no, I, like for me, no, like for some reason, other than being funny, uh, people didn't really bother me too much. I got bothered like twice, and I got bothered when I went to Little Italy. Some dudes chased me, scared the shit out of me. I was scared as fuck because I thought I could take one of them, but three, I'm gonna die. And I just, I, I ran, and I was like, my heart, if it, my heart was beating out of my chest, and that's why I was like, when I watch fighters, I go. How do they keep that calm? Like, to me, like, George St. Pierre, the reason I'm a huge George St. Pierre fan, and I don't know if you like George St. Pierre. I love GSP, of course. Oh, you do? Okay, good. Because some people, I think, go, yeah, but he wasn't that exciting a fighter. I'm like, yes, he was. Yeah, he was, he was, yeah. He was awesome. Like, so, and I got, I got, I got an autograph from him, and he was the coolest motherfucker. Like, super chill, you know what I'm saying? But, like, when I watched him from getting ready for fights, he just seemed so fucking like calm whereas then some fighters seem like they're like they're back there screaming and punching shit uh, gsp is just absolutely my favorite and now just talking to phil davis phil davis is fucking cool i'm sorry he was gonna come back because I, I had so many more questions for him i had a couple more questions for him i wanted to ask him phil hello is phil? he coming back hello phil i hope he's okay everything okay Hello, Phil, Phil Davis, champ. Champ, are you coming back? <laughs> it's okay. It's it's okay. He's a, he did, he didn't he didn't he didn't mean it. I'm sure he didn't mean it. What are you talking about? His son pulled the charger out of the wall, so he's just charging his uh his his computer. Oh. Oh, okay. Your phone. I'll oh, charging your phone. Okay, cool. So, um, are you talking now? You want to? We want to jump back on. Okay, cool. <laughs> like, okay. Now, let me ask you before he jumps back on. Who's your favorite? If you can name your top three favorite fighters, I I know mine. Like, but but I always get a debate because they say I don't know about that. Uh, the top three favorite fighters. I mean, as I people fighters. as people or fighters, because that's different for me. Because as people, the people I've met. So far, also through you and just being yeah. I mean, as fighters, I would say Frankie Edgar is always a you know in a, in a war. Uh, 
Uriah Faber is definitely one of those guys. I mean, the, the fight that he had where he broke both his hands and right. was his elbows. I mean, you talk about a guy who just doesn't quit. Uh, but then, like, Brock Lesnar was, like, always exciting to me. You know, like, just... Are you serious? It wasn't the greatest <laughs> fighter, but, like, <laughs> I would get excited about watching his fights. There's something oh, about uh, him. Did you hear that? Hold on, Adam. Did you hear... You heard that, didn't you? Uh, but, Brock, but Lesnar. Brock Lesnar was a really good fighter. Oh, my God. No, he was... He was just... He was, he was a NCAA Viking. champion. I guess, but he was, he was just on some Viking shit. I give you that. He had, like, four... He had, like... Pulled his ankle off his, his his fucking body. He had like four pro. And what happened in the rematch though? He just he fucking Brock Lesnar had like five pro fights, but he never actually had like a real camp. He was like too good for. He was too I athletic. Brock Lesnar. He's not even in the discussion. Are you fucking kidding me? If Brock Lesnar didn't get diverticulitis and whatever, whatever that stomach yeah, problem. That's a little problem, right? No, no. That he was on a path where when he when he murked Frank Mir, that was like. Next level. Frank Mir is like, my jiu-jitsu is on a whole different level. I'm the greatest at jiu-jitsu. And he put him in a schoolyard headlock. I just went like this. Yeah, but that's why, like, that was like, what Frank Mir did to him the first fight was the one. But, where, didn't know what he, but Brock didn't know what he was doing. He didn't, even, he didn't know what, he didn't know what was going on. That's why he got, what he, I don't know. Okay, but wasn't Brock Lesnar a very talented fighter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hesitated. Uh, you know, I did. I did. Because he's not technical. He's not technical. Right. He was just Viking. Uh, he's... It, it was weird. It froze just now. What were you saying, Phil? There we go. Uh, I was saying he's not very technical, but he yeah. is very talented. Yeah. Definitely very yeah, for a guy who, like, uh, he was the NCAA champion two times. I mean, he was he's a great... Talented, no, okay, he was, but he, I'm saying in MMA, he's not talented. He's just Viking. He's a gigantor. He grabs you in gigantor moves, and he does Ben Grimm punches. No. He has, his, punches, his punches are just, like, wild and weird. He doesn't hit... No, I'm, I'm not going to want to fight him up. Punch Heath Herring, and the guy ran across the, the, the cage. He did, like, a... Yeah, uh, yeah. Because he's a fucking Viking. He's a giant. He beat Randy Couture like his fourth fight, this guy. I mean, he had no. That's crazy. He had no business being there. And he was a pro wrestler. I mean, the guy, Brock Lesnar, if he hadn't got that stomach AIDS thing he got, okay, he would have actually, I think. I don't think so. I don't think so. Because Kane Gillette, Kane, Kane, Mark, Kane, Kane. That was Kane, after, but that was a different Brock. That was a different Brock. What are you, what are you talking about? Kane Murphy. Hey, they, don't, they don't make a, a version of Brock that would have beat Kane Velasquez. Really? Yeah, maybe. On, I don't Kane. know. You don't, you, don't, you don't know the Brock Lesnar that beat Frank Mir would have beaten Kane Velasquez? No. No. UFC 100 Brock Lesnar? No. Now, you trained with, with Kane back in the day, back in upstate New York, right? Uh, no, 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 no. I, no. What? What? Didn't I, I think I, you get you getting people mixed up? I see where you're going with this. No, you're with uh, you said, said that those guys came and trained with you. Who back came? When, yeah, back when you were part of like the, the 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 horse. What was the name of your team? Lionheart. Yeah, back team Lionheart. Was that in was that in a, in a, uh, New York Lionheart? That was in Pennsylvania, uh, Penn State. 
Penn State. Didn't Kane train with you there? No. Oh, no, I, I trained with According to Wikipedia, it did. He did. That's what I was Bro, you can't believe what you read on the internet. <laughs> All right, but, but you did train with Kane Velasquez back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I train. I, I wouldn't say I don't train with Kane now. I haven't trained with him in a couple of years, but I mean, he he's somebody I would con- consider a teammate. What was that like? Was he just like 100% all the time? Uh, I mean, he's a hammer. <laughs> he, he He's not one of the guys. 100% all the time means you don't know how to train. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. But he, he's he's a hammer for sure. He's definitely he's definitely intense. Now, I heard Kelvin Gastelum shows up late, doesn't train hard. Like, the girls beat him. Like, like people walking off the street, like, like submit him. <laughs> But then when it comes to fighting, he knocks everybody out. Is, is there any truth to this? Uh, well, I mean, everybody goes through a Hollywood streak. I don't want to put it on him like he's not a hard worker. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to put it out there. Right, yeah. It, it's a different thing once it's out there. Now, Ke- Ke- Calvin, Calvin works his butt off. Okay. Calvin definitely works his butt off. And, uh, and, but, and the other thing is, Calvin does, like, he does, and I see him, he does a lot of like uh, uh, workouts uh, just on his own. So you may say, all right, you know, Calvin isn't as consistent in certain things. He doesn't maybe come in as in the evening as much as you might think he should. But Calvin's getting he's getting work in somewhere else. Uh, so okay. now, what happened? Yeah. To, what happened to Darion Caldwell? Because he he's been to like nineteen different camps this year. Uh, like he went to <laughs> camps during the nineteen camps. This guy Caldwell was is unbelievable. I mean, he's an NCAA champion. He was a Bellator champion. Two time, two time. But he just can't two seem time. to stay in the same. Look, he was with you guys, right? Is he not with you guys anymore? Yeah. What nah, happened? he's not with us. Uh, you know, not to get too far in it, but uh, you know, he 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 didn't like some some of the things that were going on, and he he thought he would be the short version, the PC version. He thought he'd be better off somewhere else. And, and truthfully, you know, I, I, you know, I, a lot of things that he was upset about and voiced grievance over, you know, I, and I, can, can, I can get behind, but, uh, it's kind of for me, it's like how you go about it. Like, I, me being me, I could not. It you gain so much more when you stay in one spot, you know, um. But when you when you start when you move around too much, then you know you you never begin. You can I mean everybody has every camp will have their problems, um, but you know if you move around too much, you can you only yeah, solve them by making sure like that the new camp doesn't here. have the old camp's problem. Yeah, yeah, look at bigger picture. Like yeah, this month, right. nothing's perfect. You gotta. He seems like a kind of guy that nitpicks and says I'm, I'm out, and that that sucks because like I'm a big Caldwell fan. I, I just hope he finds that one camp and stays there. Well, he needs to settle in and stay somewhere, though. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can't you can't I mean, turn around like a fucking butterfly. You need to settle in and get a rhythm with the camp that you wish. Right. I so, mean, the 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 Patriots are only the Patriots because everybody buys in. Right. You know, it, it's not that they win every season. You know, you, you 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 may not win all the time. You you got to buy in, and you got to give it time. Trust the process. Right, and you got to uh, deflate the balls. You got to definitely deflate the balls too. <laughs> now now now, back in the day when you were at balls count. 
You were at, you were at Alliance during like the hot chick psycho heyday where you had Angela McGonagall, <laughs> Rowdy Beck, uh, that other, that Mexican hottie. Uh, now, now, Claudia, I think her name is or something, right? So now you're trying to run a real gym and these girls, <laughs> these girls are posting tit pics and vagina shots, but they're all good fighters. Do you have to say, listen, ladies, like not making our gym look that good when everyone could see what you ate for lunch on Instagram through your vagina? Like, is that like, is, <laughs> do, you have, do you have to have that conversation? Uh, <laughs> That's a weird conversation. Uh, oh, he left you know, Oh, come on. All right, hold on. No, honestly, you know, it, you know, what females bring to the sport is so different from what guys bring to the sport. And um, uh, girls, they they can they can gain a lot of fans for, by by talking trash, you know, Conor McGregor style, uh, Ronda Rousey style, just kind of like really drawing out the the, the the trash talking, and they can also gain a lot of fans via TNA. And uh, and and listen, I'm not I'm not hating either way. Like you you know, what I mean, make your money, make your money, right? Uh, but if I could say anything. It's something I've heard from a good friend. They said, make the money. Don't let the money make you. Hmm. No? Yeah. Nobody ever seen the Players Club? Really? Y'all gonna I, leave me hanging like I've that? Seen Y'all, I've seen some it. suckers, man. Dang. I've seen it. I've seen it. And Bernie back. Like, they don't even know. You know he don't know. Uh, but <laughs> Adam might know. We know this. Um, no, <laughs> no, but I honestly, like, that many hot women, it would be hard to train. I, I, it would be hard to focus. Yeah, but you see his wife. His wife is like a fitness model. Okay, like well, half it's different for you. But I'm saying, if you're single, <laughs> it's different for you, but I'm saying if you're single and you're trying to train and all you see is an ass shot over here, you're not going to be as focused. But they don't look like that in the gym, though. A lot of them don't look like that in the gym. Yeah, but no, I, no, they, they don't. But they don't. You're thinking about the, the last, you know, clan. <laughs> Come on. But, oh, no. Oh, I, before, I wanted to ask you this, too. Um, since you seem like you like to be a technical fighter from the standpoint, like, to have a plan, like, what, mm. fighter, what fighter would you say that you looked at before you really got into it that you looked at and you thought, that's how I want to model myself as a fighter? Was there anybody that you looked at and thought, that guy? Mm. Why is there a helicopter outside my window? <sighs> uh, they, they, yeah, they, they, they own you. Yeah. Uh, uh, no. Um, which fighter would you? Let's say? see. Hmm. You know, I, I, I really like George's George Saint Pierre. I really like his take on the game. I really like his take on the game. You know, he, he, he's, he's a smart fighter, man. He's a smart fighter. He he doesn't. Um, it's not about taking unnecessary risks. He make he makes a, a reasonable risk calculation every time. You know right. he he takes some guys down. He stands with other guys, and he's good everywhere. And and, and he's he man you can he he improvises. You know he he's on the on the fly. He's just as good. Carlos Condit had him on the ropes, uh, so to speak. Of course. More so than anyone else I can remember. Yeah. You know, even going back uh, all the way back to uh, what's the who, who was the guy who hit him in the uh, oh Hendricks too. 
But Hendricks didn't. I mean, Hendricks was really that was a super competitive back and forth nail biter. If I remember, from what from what I remember, right? And, yeah. and GSP was bloody, but GSP did take him down. GSP, yeah, but yeah, Superman but Condit had him rocked. Condit had him rocked. Condit had, had, had him rocked. But Condit like, like wobbled, wobbly, 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 wobbly. He wobbled. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, it, it was all is all. I mean, he makes the smartest decision for the scenario uh, to, to find – he finds a way to win. He now, finds the way to win. Now, you were part of a, an amazing uh, run at Penn State. Um, yep. Kale Sanderson – I don't know if you know this, uh, Shane. So, Kale Sanderson was, like, arguably the best wrestler of all time in America. Uh, ah, I mean, the people are still arguing there. I mean, him and Dan I mean, Gable are neck and neck. He was, a, I feel like, a four-time national champion. I think he Four-time national champ. He, he uh, won the Olympics, right? Won the Olympics. Lost to Yo Romero twice, which was crazy and international. But this guy – So he came over to Penn State, and he took over Penn State, and Phil was like one of his guys. I think you were a little older when he came over, right? No, I was uh, – he came the year after I left. Oh, okay. So you so – you, okay, so you weren't under that whole regime when he got no. rid of Jenkins and – okay. But, but one of your teammates um, – was uh, Pat Cummings, right? Yeah. Now, when Pat Cummings called out Daniel Cormier, did you think he had a shot? <laughs> Man, listen, it's a fight. It's a fight. Everybody has a shot. And, and you know, from what he was saying, I, I know Pat, and I know he's a, it sounds like a legit story, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, it sounds like he, he – he may have gained some mental edge that he thought he could use in a fight. And, uh, you know. You didn't get a shot. If what, if what he said was true, maybe he knew something. But you were I did a not. though. So you had some inside info. I mean, you, 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 you know, blood, sweat, and tears with the guy. So, I mean, was there mm-hmm. any part of you like, you know what, maybe he can pull this off? Well, no. Well, he's uh, – Pat's incredibly talented. Two-time national finalist. Um Really, and he was a he was one of those guys who was an undersized heavyweight. Like, uh, I mean, he he was like two thirty, yeah, wrestling yeah. two two eighty five, just smoking cats. Like, blow. I mean, he was like a power wrestler, picking guys up off the mat, blowing through them on doubles. Uh, super athletic, super athletic. Um, so I mean, I I put him in there athletically with anybody in the world. Unfortunately, where I would say. If I could go back and say, man, if this or that could have changed anything, um, if Pat would, could have gone straight from uh, his time in college wrestling, straight into training mixed martial arts, he would have had a career that would he'd be super scary. Super, yeah, he went to jail scary. for a year for going – him and Eric Bradley went back to Penn State and robbed – Why you got to bring up old stuff? And robbed <laughs> frat houses. All right, okay. So, all right, before you came out. Uh, allegedly, they listen, they say he did it, but. But he did serve we'll leave it at that. All right, okay, so let's talk about, before you came <laughs> on, we were talking about Conor McGregor versus Usman. And mm-hmm. I think they're trying to make this for July 4th. I think it's a good fight because anytime that I'm like, hmm, no. I don't know who's going to win that fight, it's a good fight. Who do you think wins the fight? Who versus who now? Usman versus McGregor. I think McGregor's going to get marked. 
He's going to wrestling. He's going to grapple him. He's going to fucking get him against the cage and maul him. Have we? This is going to sound crazy, but we've only seen. And I guess I guess I'm saying this as a question. We've only seen Connor at welterweight versus cowboy, correct? And Nate Diaz. Mm-hmm. And Nate Diaz the second time was at 170. Or was it the first time? One of the times that 170. Might have been both times. Both big, both are, you know, veteran fighters. Um, uh, okay. Um, See, it's a good fight. If, this, if Phil Davis is. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no I'm trying to figure out how to put it lightly. That was, not, that, was not, <laughs> that was not what they showed us said. Um, <laughs> listen, it, I'll watch it. Is that what you want me to say? I'll watch no, it. No, no, who's going to win? Who's going to win is what we're trying to say. Right. Usman. Usman's going to win. Yeah. Even though, like, if the punches that Colby landed on Usman, if Connor lands, it seems like he's got more power than, than, uh, than Connor, and Usman's hittable. And so here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, Connor doesn't stand a whole lot of chance but here's the thing i've been wrong about connor that's what i said too many times too many times same here too many times same here i thought aldo was gonna beat him then i thought eddie alvarez was gonna beat him i thought chad mendez yeah. was gonna beat him yeah aldo was a lot was one of those punches it, it, it but if they would have kept going i think aldo would have he didn't know where he was i think he got <laughs> no he got in he got in aldo's head yeah, but he got him. Listen, Aldo never comes out like that. He got in his head. And I, he he and, and that in in the what was it? In the twelve seconds I see it, I was like, oh man, why did you do that? Why did you lead with a hook like that? Again, you know, boxing boxing rules say you never lead with a left hook, but Conor left with a right hook, and that was it. So oh, okay, uh, other fights this weekend. Then you you trained with Gilbert Burns, right? Was he over with you for a while? Mm-mm. Uh, Woodley versus Burns. Um, Saturday. I'll go Woodley on that. How? That's what Adam said too. How? Yeah. Uh, I I agree. I, I you know I just feel like uh, Tyron has a lot of fight in him. You know he just um, what I mean by that he has a long career still ahead of him. He he still has a, a lot more fights left and. He's um he's, he's still got a lot of pop. I see him. I see him. Eh, we'll give him a decision on that one. So, according to the internet, Vanderlei Silva accepted ten million dollars to fight Mike Tyson in bare knuckle boxing. Uh, Shang says that Tyson runs through him. <laughs> Phil, your no, thoughts? I mean, fight at all. Wait, who? Wait, who runs through who? We talking about Mike runs through Vanderlei? Yeah, boxing, just boxing. Even an old Mike Tyson, at least from the footage I saw. <laughs> now, I will tell you this. Here, here's where it gets extremely interesting. Extremely, extremely interesting. And you should, you should definitely think about this. I don't think it'll make a damn bit of difference. But boxers have very fragile hands. Yes. Um, He's going to break his hand in eight seconds of this fight. Very, very fragile hands. I mean, th- that's, that's all they use. Um, you know, I mean, my hands are starting to feel a little bit, you know, different after a, a, a decade of this. But when you, you started at, 
when you are a world champ at 19 and now you're 53, ooh, those hands are seeing so much abuse. Right. And you want to do bare knuckle? Like, I think that's something to think about. Well, now, having said that, uh, I think if it was like open palm strike, I think it would still go the same way. Tyson. <laughs> like, Tyson. Just yeah, Tyson. Hurt. Like Now, Tito Ortiz uh, says that he's been contacted to box Tyson. No. That's what Tito says. Don't – oh, my God. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> what, like, he has a bad neck. Yeah, but Tyson like, has he, final He has problem. a bad neck. Yeah. No, I, see, man, like, I, I like following Tito and, 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 and Amber Nicole. They got a cute little, little, you know what I mean, Instagram life that, you know, is following. Obviously, it's not real life. But I, I like following them. They, 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 they do fun stuff. But – I don't want. I don't want that. You don't want. Uh, to I mean, I get it. The money, they're, they're... The money. Chuck Liddell fighting Tito was uh, was uh, sad. It was beyond sad. It, it was, was sad, and I think that they like. There's a certain age, in my age, that yeah. you go. You know what? I don't want to get hurt. But now, now, two years ago, I saw pictures of Mike Tyson. He was like obese, couldn't walk. It was like he had a beard. But he was like 95 years old. Cut mm-hmm. to the last week, he's shredded. His he looks like a bodybuilder. I mean, just how does this happen? Shredded? <laughs> Not shredded, but he looks like he, he looks more in shape than he ever did. Great. Like, yeah. How, how does this happen? Great. I mean, is it TRT? Uh, yeah, like, high levels of TRT, like. 30 to 1? Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't even take it that far. I mean, I'm not, I'm not lying if I said the cr- thought didn't cross my mind. But uh, <laughs> uh, I think, he, I mean, he's still in the lead. Uh, that athlete. was a polite way to say yes. He was at Vitor Belfort's gym. <laughs> he was training with Vitor Belfort yesterday. Yo, why did you just link that together like they that? Were. They me, were. Yo, on, you got to stop. Go on you Instagram. got to stop. I swear. Go you on. Got, I on. saw him. I saw that. I saw that, Adam. I saw that. But you okay. don't have to put it together like that. You don't think you, you no, no, no. Let me let me tell you what you just did. This is what you did. All I'm saying is, <laughs> do you think maybe it could have been TRT? By the way, he was training at Victor Belfort's gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Adam, that was the most. Why did you do? Oh my god! <laughs> am, I, am I lying? Am I lying? Did anything I say was a lie? Was, I know, but it's funny because so, was there anything that wasn't true? What I said? No, nah, it was all true. It was all so, true. So I'm just saying, like, right? <laughs> uh, silly, so I think silly. Once you're 50, you shouldn't be boxing at all. But if you are going to box, you definitely should steroid it up. Well, I, 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 well, bare knuckle doesn't doesn't test. I mean, there's not testing anything. I don't, even know why, I don't even know why Rowdy Beck came back. She was the queen of bare knuckle. She was knuckles deep. Um, so Wow. I'm, 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 you got to stop, bro. You, you got to stop. All right. All right. So she is hottie. She's cute, right? I mean, she's, I, you were a single. Yeah. But, cute, listen, girl. I, yeah. but you know what's interesting? that I, We were talking about it because my favorite fighter is JSP. Okay? Yeah. Plus, because he's not, you know. And uh, I just like the way he went about it. And you said the same thing. And it was weird because Adam was like, no, I love JSP. But then you said, well, you know, Brock Lesnar. And you just lost all credibility. No, you said, who are my three fair fighters to watch? You all, I said, you I said Frankie, Frankie Edgar always brings it. You're oh, right. so you're not telling the whole story. You said to watch. Yeah, that, to watch. That changes everything. You said, you I, said, no, no, no. I didn't say to I said favorite said fighters. to watch. Who do I want to watch fight? Because, like, 
I mean, there's difference. There's different. There's people that like Bill Davis, one of my favorite fighters to watch. He, he's you're never in a boring fight, hence except never. for the, you know, the fight was a little weird. But that, that <laughs> but you got the win. You got the win. Uh, but right. Machida, by the way, has anyone ever been in an exciting fight against Machida, except for maybe Chris Weidman? He's the only one ever to look make that exciting. Dude, always people are so stupid. They, they what happens is like Ryan Bader. I was there. He's him against Machida. He doesn't fall into his bullshit. The whole crowd starts booing. Bader yep. comes for a lazy double and gets knocked the fuck out. And yep. my dad, who doesn't even follow fighting, is with me. And he goes, that guy shouldn't listen to the crowd. That, my, my, yep. my dad could see that. You know? And you know what? I think I was there. That was in Vegas. I think that was, was there. In LA. It was in LA. It was in Either Los way, Los I think I, I'm pretty sure I was there. That's exactly yeah. what happened. That's yeah. exactly what happened. But a lot of people do that. A lot of fighters, if they don't follow the game plan... Well, that's why, that's why I think having no crowds is interesting because, number one, I think it's making the fights more exciting because you, it's like telling a joke. You know how you tell a joke and you, everyone goes crazy and you're like, ah, oh, I can sit back and talk about how great of a comic I am. But they're not getting the, the roar of the crowd after each punch. Sure. So they're, they're punching even harder. The fights are even no, better. I, I, with that. I, think that, I think a crowd response can actually fuel you. It if can. You're it can. It but can. It can. I've seen fighters where if the crowd was chanting for them, it actually gives you that extra boost of, okay, I but need. You tell me, but you tell me since, all right, but fight for fight, since there's been no crowds, I would say 90% of them have been exciting fights. Like, it's almost a higher percentage than when there is crowd. Because I, I don't know. It just well, seems like I, I will tell you this. Fans oftentimes cheer for more action when there's a lot of action. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, hold on, man. He's working for, he's working for a triangle here. Like, hold yeah. on. Like, yeah. he's, and, and, and you know what happens? This happens a, a lot. You know, you'll be at a fight where, uh, you know, a guy's working a submission and the crowd's like, boo, you suck. And then the guy taps and they're like, oh, yeah. yeah and it's real weird and it's real awkward because you didn't, because it's, you know what I mean? It's like no, it's a, lot of, a lot of a lot of people that go to fights, and I'm not saying now that all the fighters people that watch the, the show are gonna be mad at me. A lot of them might not even know what they're doing. Like, oh, right, right. right. They, don't know, they don't know what what a triangle. I'm a plotter. You know what? I've had that before. No. <laughs> well, sometimes <laughs> the fighters themselves don't know what's going on. Yeah, but no. Like most of the fighters that are watching, if they're watching somebody set up, how many times the fighter got into a fucking twister? What's going on? Sometimes the fighter gets into a twister and he has no idea what's going on. He's like, I, I feel bad for the guy. Yeah. No, so no. Uh, let's talk about it real quick. Uh, in in Ganu versus John Jones, because for some odd reason, I feel like John Jones might take this. Um, is that I heard? I heard there that was uh, something they're working on, huh? They're, they're negotiating it. John Jones has retired because he says that the UFC is not going to pay him more to fight in Ganu. I think it's a it's a tactic. Um, but if this fight actually goes down, who do you think wins? Hmm. Uh, well, it's a battle of who can do their thing better than the other. If Nganu so much as scratches him. <laughs> See, I, I thought he, he has too much power, bro. 
Yeah, but Jones but, knows this. But the problem is that Jones is amazing at, at, at his game, which is um, he plays the stay away game better than anyone else. He he's also a good takedown artist, um, and so what he he's a, a, exceptional at is he keeps guys at range at distance with his uh, his his teeth kicks to the knees, and he's you know I mean he stretches. He always does the thing where he puts his fingers in your eyes, um, and so he keeps you at an extremely long range. And right. it's just constantly doing oblique kicks, and um, he keeps you at range. And eventually, you kind of get your your heels on that black line going around, and then he comes in with knees, elbows, and kicks. His kicks, I mean, his kicks are are the the, the scariest part of this game. They're annoying. His kicks are annoying, and it annoys you. But and, and, and Francis, I can't believe I'm calling him Francis, uh, but and God, he's long too. He had. He also is long too. He has range. So I think that if he taps him on his, if he taps him on his shoulder, that's how hard this dude hits. The five round fight. Don't you think a five round fight Jones could stay away for the first two rounds, tire this guy out, and then just take him down round three, four, five? But if he lands, I don't know. Uh, Listen, that fight's not going to go five rounds. Exactly. (laughs) If Francis touches him in the first or second round. He I don't think he's been hit you by anybody like you Francis. Think you could beat Ngano? Um, you know, he, he definitely has um, some, some, some takedown, some top game, and some cardio issues. And, uh, hey, hey, I'm good at all three of those. <laughs> right. So, but, uh, but, you know, it's – but heavyweight is uh, – heavyweight, uh, it's a different beast. You know, you, it, it, it kind of moves at a different cadence. Um, they they like uh like the rhythm like when when you're fighting a guy like there's like one two and good guys will fight off off rhythm you know and and heavyweights have a different rhythm like you you might bomb come back and then they hit you with the other punch you know what I'm saying like yeah. <laughs> it, it it's a different rhythm and you gotta really that's what like, I think OSP had problems with against Rothwell right right I I thought I thought OSP was I thought he should have won. Not not like he did enough to win. No. I thought he lost the fight. But I thought he was the guy who should have won the fight going in. But you think it was the, like, rhythm that gave him the, the problems? The rhythm of Rothwell? Right. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was rhythm. Um, I thought he could have kind of used a, a better game plan. Um, he's, but listen, I train with OSP. He's, the big, he's one of the biggest two opponents there is. You're a heavyweight. And, like... You know, if anybody's going to be a heavyweight, it's you. It's you. You are a heavyweight. You are a heavyweight. You know, he um, – you know, I, I think the biggest thing is when you go from light heavyweight to, to heavyweight, you know, you anticipate situations where you can't horse the guy around the way you want. You can't, you know I mean, pick him up whenever you need to. And uh, I don't he's, – he's strong as hell, and I don't see that as ever being a thing for him. Um, so I, I, I think if he can do that fight over and just kind of, uh, just, just go at it like a normal fight, just a normal fight, take whatever's there. If he grab, if he, if his leg's there, just take it. Don't worry about if if he's, you know, if his leg's too heavy or what have you, whatever. Um, 
But yeah, that's kind of what I thought. I thought he felt just a little bit gun shy. I, I still think he's the the guy who wins nine times out of ten, to be honest. Well, I was going to say, the reason with your the way you fight, I like the fact you mix it up. And you actually, you, you can see, you, you actually have a plan. And like, even though, like some fighters will go, I'm just going to do stand-up, I'm going to go at it this way. Like, it seems like you... You feel through it and go, oh, okay, I can mix it up here. I can mix it up there. Where I think mm-hmm. I'm, and that's why when Adam said it, he texted me before we were going to be doing this. He said, man, so underrated because a lot of people can't mix it up like you do. Like, mm-hmm. that's smart when I see fighters that mix it up. And I think one person that just wants to stand up and just bang, and with a guy that you go, maybe I shouldn't do that. Maybe I should, like, that's what Cormier said. He said, right. Maybe I should have wrestled. He should have. He should have wrestled when he was supposed to wrestle. And he right. his ego, because truthfully, Cormier's ego, he's like, I'm gonna stand up. I'm gonna knock this guy out. That's why he lost that fight. To be real with yeah. you, I think he should have. Yeah. To what he's good at. That that body work eventually. And here's the thing. And, and this is where guys get in trouble. Is that it's it doesn't mean if just because I take you down, doesn't mean I will not beat you standing. But if I have to trade with you standing and you are terrible on the ground, then you're going to the ground, baby. Right. That's what I'm You're thinking. going to the ground. Right. Yeah. Simple as that. that. His coach is Tony. And then finally, I read that you said that winning an NCAA was meant more than winning a Bellator title. Is that true? Well, uh, man, there's so much work that goes into that NCAA title. And you. It's just, it just, it's just everything happens in one weekend. Hey, zip it, you. I'll tell you. You told me to zip it. Something. I care who you are, man. You just, Bellator champ, NCAA champ. Said I just get pooped on. Pissed on all day long. <laughs> um, I can relate to that. Oh, yeah. No, oh, you got Betty Kay. Thank God. She's out. But, like, no, like, do you think, like, with Cormier, I know he's, we're going to go. I think that sometimes you do have to, like you said, you point, if you're, if I know you can't yeah. run, I'm taking you to yeah. run. And I think you well, I mean, that's, that wasn't that quite the case with Stipe. Stipe can wrestle. Stipe can wrestle. Can wrestle. I think Cormier got a little edge on him there. Oh, no doubt. That, I mean, he's, he, yeah, he's. Coleman Scott for the Cowboys, that one shining moment here tonight. Now. Oh, sorry. Uh, keep going. I'm going to bring up one of the funniest things I've ever seen, Chang. This is before, okay. I, this is before I even knew Phil Davis, right? Oh, uh, I already know what you're going to bring up. I already All know right, what you're going to so bring up. I'm watching but let, me, but let me intro it. Let me tell you. Let me, All right, go let me, on. So Cormier, Cormier uh, I think, I mean, obviously, in retrospect, he maybe should have wrestled a little bit more. But you don't really know that while you're in there. And I think Hold on, I can't he hear. was winning uh, with the hear? game plan that he had. Yeah, but his coaches were yelling at him. Uh, wrestle. What's his name? Uh, oh, hold on, I, I, hold on I didn't sec. remember that. Uh, can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. Uh, well, I can't hear anybody. Uh, Wean Dog, help. Uh, let me pull up this video, and then you guys can um, narrate. Because I guess if you're sharing the video, you can't Wean hear Dog. anybody, I guess. He can't hear us, but. Hold on, hold on one sec. Uh, hold on. Can you hear me? Where, where am I? I can um, hear you. Hold on one sec. Wean dog, help. Wean dog, help. 
I'm trying to, but uh, you can't hear nobody. <laughs> for some reason, I, I can't. It's like, uh, hold on. Sorry about this. Hold on. Uh, show speaker. Here we go. Um, what's going on, Wing Dog? Hold on one sec. Uh, Zoom. What's going on? Uh, all right, there. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Trump unveils plans to protect us from seniors? Can you click on that? <laughs> I can't hear anybody. Can anybody? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Hold on one sec. Uh, wait, I really need to hear this. This is what I get for trying to be. Um, old, old, old people be tripping sometimes. Uh, right. Stop share. Hello. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're here. All right. Now you can hear me. Hold on. For some reason I still can't. Hold on. Ready? All right, now I could talk? Yeah. Okay, now you can hear me. All right. All right. Uh, Wean Dog, can you do me a favor? Yeah. All right. All right. There's, okay, so there's an NCAA thing. So, all right, Shane, you got to see this. This is, this is the funniest thing ever. So Phil Davis is in the NCAA finals, right? This is his whole life. He's, he's, he's worked for this. His entire life. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Before you, before you press play. All right. Let me just start off with this. Okay. So, when you make it to the national finals, they'll get you in a room, do your interviews and everything else. And the only they really only have a, a time for one question. And they said, well, just tell us something no one knows about you. And that's a weird question. You know, if no one knows it, I don't want you to know it. So, it kind of puts me in a corner like, give me something everyone else hasn't heard. And something that you'd be willing to tell on ESPN on national television. Like, who keeps those kind of facts handy? Give me something that no one in the world has ever heard before and, and that you were comfortable airing on TV. That's like, all. What? all right. So, yeah. Okay. So, all right. So, and so instead of, of playing ball, okay, I'm watching NCAAs, right? I'm watching NCAAs and I haven't watched NCAAs in a while. And I'm like, oh, I got to watch wrestling. This is awesome. Phil Davis is up, you know, it's a, it's a tight match. And this is, can you guys see right now? Yeah. All right. He says intimidation starts at Phil's the weigh-ins. Two to one. I don't care if I'm going to lose by 15 right. points. You're going to wake up sore. He's very, very domestic also. Enjoys right. cooking and sewing. Look. So I like to sew. Every now and then I'll have a sewing circle at my house. Everybody brings their singer magazines. And uh, we just sit around with our machines and go to work. You have yeah. a singer magazine? No, and I think this guy just likes to have fun, too, with everybody. <laughs> so that's like, what? <laughs> so the NCAA finals. On a call. And he tells everybody that he likes sewing. Like, that's. National like, television. A national television. Like. <laughs> Stop sharing your screen. <laughs> like, was that, that was like, I was like, huh? Like, everybody did like a double take. Like, what? Like, what? That, I like sewing. Yeah, my friends come over. We have our singer Mac. We have our singer things, and we just have a sewing meeting. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was unusual. That was an odd question, but. <laughs> hey, well, I mean, what can I say? Well, hey, but so check it out. So <laughs> it was kind of funny because I um. We, I, for whatever reason, bro, I was just tearing it up that season. And I, um, I blew out a hole in my shoes three times. 
right? And, and, and Penn State's sponsored by Nike, so all sports wear Nike. Nike everything, head to toe. And um, they just – they only have three pairs of 14s, okay? That's all they order for the year. Nobody's ever going through three pairs of shoes. So at Big Tens, I blow out my last pair of Nikes. And so my coach is like, listen, no matter what we do, we cannot order shoes because they won't get here in time for nationals. So go down to the store, get whatever shoes you like. I'll pay for them. Just put them on my credit card, whatever. I don't even know what he said. Put them on your credit card. I reimburse, whatever. And um, we'll, we'll just go from there. He's like, try to get some Nikes, but um, if not, then, you know, I'll just deal with the administrators. So the shoes that I really liked were, uh, were Kels. Kels. <laughs> your wife was mine. Uh, Kels Sanderson's shoes. And, um, and obviously Kels coaching for Iowa State. Yeah. And, um, and he has Asics. So um, I, had to get, I bought the shoes. I cut off the, the, a couple of the ASICs logos. It was, it was real, real tedious, real tedious. Um, and so I eventually just sew, uh, I sewed a patch onto my oh, shoe. So you, did, you did actually sew. So I did. Was, oh, okay. So it wasn't a complete yeah. lie. But you didn't have parties. Nah. House. It wasn't sewing parties with the wrestlers and stuff. And... Well, you know, you never know. It was so you funny. never know. I was, I was sitting That's there. That's hilarious, though. Come on, man. I was, I was dying laughing. It was so random. And I was like, I think he's having fun with us. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, because they started laughing, too. They were like, yeah. And then and the fact that they're showing you the footage of you wrestling while you're saying that. Right. It was the best. I like cupcakes. I like cupcakes. Oh, he slams his neck to the ground. Like yeah, it's- it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was the best. That was like when I was like, I became an instant fan. I was like, oh my God, this dude is the funniest human being I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> you know, the best part is half the people knew it was crap. They were like, oh God, what are you doing, Phil? Uh, the other half was like, oh man, that's kind of interesting. What did your mom say? <laughs> my mom was like, you are a damn fool. Like, she... <laughs> hey, so, so, so funny. So check this out. My mom just knew she was like, you're a fool, Phil. Uh, Ed Ruth, right? Yeah. Ed Ruth's mom gave me uh, like a whole sewing box. Uh, To this day, I don't don't have the heart to ask her. Because, I I mean, it's a beautiful box. Did you feel bad taking it? Did you feel bad taking it because you kind of fooled her? Why? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know if I tell her. I don't. Well, I don't. I'm. I'm, yeah, I'm you, gotta, like, you gotta make is she in on the joke. Is no, she in not. on the joke. Absolutely not. She. She thinks that you like to sew, and probably was like, "What a sweet young man. That's, That's so nice that he did that." Yeah. Yeah. But, but she and a good seamstress. Now you gotta sew. Yeah, something. but I tell you, you what, sew something to her. For I tell you what. Anytime I had a patch in my pants, I could. I fix that joker right up. I tell you what. <laughs> Yo, hey, she did get me right. She took Maybe great talk, care Ed, of me. By the way, talk to Ed Ruth because Ed Ruth has a. His upside is huge, but the the fight IQ right now is not to where his potential is. Have you reached out to him? Uh, Yeah. So Ed Ed came down to San Diego. He trained here for about a year, and now he's back up at uh, AKA. Yeah, me and Ed are super tight. We grew up in the same town. I knew Ed. I knew of Ed from not wrestling. (laughs) Like, like we've known each other that long. Because he's so so good, he just needs to kind of – 
kind of has that like too talented syndrome, huh? No, uh, you know, I, I re- where I think he's at right now is um, he kind of became a victim of too much success. Like yeah. he, he, he's extremely good. And just on being the ridiculous level of athlete that he is, he will beat most people. Now, uh, where it becomes difficult is like the progression because, oh God, like a guy who's been in the sport five or six years, when Ed's been in the sport a year and a half, he will not last a full round. You understand? You have to have somebody. You have that problem too, you think? Aaron Pico. Aaron Pico has that problem. And it, and it's, you know, it all it takes is for those guys, uh, Ed and Aaron, to, to, for them to just mature a little bit more to be able to beat those top level guys. They, like to me, their, their careers are they're, they're set in stone. They're going to be champions. I put them in the, almost like a Cron Gracie in the same camp as so oh, great. Man. So good at, at like wrestling, we're so good at jujitsu, so good at that one thing that it's sort of like, yeah. you know, it, it gets frustrating to watch also because, but also they, you know, if, if they weren't Ed Ruth and Aaron Pico, they might've spent more time in the LFA or some of these smaller right. organizations and developed, developed, yeah. developed. And then by the time they get to Bellator, they're 15 and one or 15 and two versus. Well, that's what I'm saying because know. they are Ed Ruth and Aaron Pico. They absolutely cannot. Like nobody will take fights against these guys. Nobody take fights against these guys. Even if they did, even if they did take fights against them, they'd be the quickest fights ever. So, uh, so Shane, what we're talking about, these, these two guys were like, uh, I think Ed Ruth was like a three-time national champion or something. And then mm-hmm. Aaron Pico was the best wrestler in high school in America. <laughs> So Bellator back, back when that used to mean something. So Bellator, national champ. So Bellator like snags him up. <laughs> so Bellator snags him up, and they put him up against these guys who are like savvy veterans, and they get into like crazy kickboxing matches because fighting is their new toy in some ways. But they're not yeah. fighting smart, and they lose fights that they probably should have won had they just relied on what they're good at. It seemed right. like like certain guys, like it seemed like guys like Chad Mendez or the team Alpha Male guys were really good at. Okay, just get let's get seven or eight, nine, ten wins under your belt before you, we start kickboxing and throwing punches. Sure. And whereas some of these other camps are like, fuck okay, it, let's see what happens, you know. And I think that's dumb. I'm, I mean, I think go with what you really. If you if you go with what you're good at. The problem, and, problem is saying these well, guys are so he, good. At here's punches, here's you know? the thing. You. At the same time, the fans ultimately decide your value as a fighter, and all it takes is for you know, you know who, let's say you know, uh, John Fitch or something. Right, John Fitch, freaking bro, he was working cats, and Dana said he was boring. Now everybody's like, you're boring, John. He didn't, lo- he didn't lose in like, I mean, he went on like a 13 fight streak. Like, so it's uh, a, that, I just think that sucks that the fans uh, can have that much sway. And, it's, you know, Dana decides. Well, they don't, though. Well, they don't. The, the good thing about Bellator or PFL is they created a tournament. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what the fans think. If you win the million dollars, you win a million dollars. You win, you right. Like, it doesn't. It matters. Like it doesn't matter. Like you could have a guy 
you know, Islam Kabbalah from Dagestan that has nine followers on Instagram or Twitter and everyone hates the way he fights. But as long as he keeps winning, it does, yeah. you know, so that's well, the, yep. well, it's not that Bellator does not care. Uh, you know, and I'm not, I'm not trying to say, oh, they don't care. No, they, they, they do. They absolutely do. They, they want to put out the best content and the best fighters and the best fights. But at the same time, uh, they, they do, tr- I think, I believe, they try to step back away from uh, some, of the, some of the political nonsense and just let the well, fighter do it. Well, no, because if, if it was up to Bellator, though, the way the other system is, Diego Lima beating would not advance more than MVP. Diego Liga beat right. MVP. MVP is a right. last year fan favorite guy. Everyone's going to fucking mm-hmm. run out the MVP fight. No specific yeah. Diego Lima, but this is not – He's not going to get the same attention. Doesn't matter. Well, well, yeah. I mean, MVP is the full package. He's he's freaking. He's funny. He's flashy. He's fly. He fights good. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, he 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 dresses well. Like you know what I mean? Like he does it all. You know, my bro does. He does it all. Yeah. He does true, it all. He but, really does. but he loses to Lima and he's out of the tournament. You know. Whereas yeah. right. Whereas it, I hate to say it, but. The UFC, if he loses to Lima, Lima might next spot be a pre-card on a fight night, and they might put MVP as the main card on right. the pay-per-view. It's just, well, right. That's what UFC is, but uh, you should notice, Phil, you're on four different highlight reels, like of highlights of knockouts. Like the nice. top ones that got like millions of views. You're on four of them. You should have seen his past nice. uh, sex videos. He was like, he now was that one, top ten. He was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, you're on four. I was like, I, I clicked on one. I went, oh shit, he's on this one. Then they and then it linked to another one, and I was like, oh shit, he's on this one. Like I was like, day, oh. we took Glover to share and was like, Fedor slamming him. I mean, you were. Oh just, yeah. Like, yeah, man. Uh, I. I I was surprised because when I first clicked on it, I thought, okay, that's one. Then they kept going. Then I was like, oh, shit, here's another one. Here's another one. <laughs> I was like, wow. You, you know, what's, you know what, I, what, I, what I really um, really admire about uh, Glover Teixeira? He, I mean, he's one of the, the few fighters uh, that, like, gained respect for me when, when he lost. Like, he, I mean, I think he, he takes everybody serious, but he was like, after that fight, he was like, Man, like you, you're a good fighter, and uh, like it, 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 it we we talked backstage a little bit, and it was, it was he's 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 a very unique guy. He's a very unique guy. He's a good fighter, and he's man, he's 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 a solid dude. That if anybody tells me Glover Teixeira is your favorite fighter, I'm like I, I could get behind that. Yeah, but you <laughs> he's, he's, he's he's a fighter. Nice, but you've always been nice to everybody. I mean, the the only person that I think you got under their skin was John Jones, was when you were trying to fight John Jones. And then he was so funny. Like, he would do a face-off against Anthony Johnson and, <laughs> and, and go up to John Jones and try to fight him. I think Jones really got annoyed by you. It seemed like he was the one guy that got pissed at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. Yeah. But we, we, got, we got a little history there. But you know what? You, you guys trained together, though, right? Didn't you guys train together mm-hmm. back in New York? Yeah. Was but he, was he's he... kind of a dick. Let's be real. He's kind of a dick. Oh yeah, for sure. I would say no. I mean, people are—you can be a fan of his and still think and him as a guy is a—he's a dick. He could be a great fighter. You can still be a dick. Well, I think he might be a sociopath. yeah, absolutely. I think he might be a sociopath. Like, 
Like, really? You think so? <laughs> <laughs> of course. There's, I mean, there's something that, like, I just think it's really good that he found fighting uh, in his life. Like, otherwise, yeah. he, it might be like Dexter. Like John oh, Jones. He'd, be, no. he'd, be eating, he'd be eating baby brains. No, uh, yeah. The, the thing that is good is I watch, when I watch your fights, you don't go with that. Like, like Conor McGregor talks a lot of shit. There's a lot of fighters talk like, we were just talking about Perry. Perry's out of his fucking mind, talks a lot of shit. You don't do that. You, it seems like you focus on, hey, let's be fighters. Let's, let's it, it, like, it's not a lot of animosity. You're like, how do I dissect this guy, beat this guy this way? Then afterwards, right. Oh, good fight, you know. Right. right. Whereas well, some people are being, they're being assholes, like, and it's not even needed. Because I, I don't like that. I actually right. don't like when people do that. I, I like well, when they go, good fight, thank you, you know. Two, two things. Like, first thing, when I decided to to leave the sport of wrestling and get into MMA, um, you know, they're they're it's a lot different, and um, you just at a spiritual level, I wasn't sure. If I could hit someone, beat someone, and be okay with it. And and part of that, the you know, the kind of the, the talk I had with myself is, you know, you have to put yourself in a place where you honestly don't wish harm on someone. You are competing, and, and, and you're thankful for the opportunity. And, and you know, you wish the best for the person. Um, but, you know, kind of along with that, you know, I, I don't want to be involved in – a sport where I I literally have to beat the man up verbally and then also have to beat him up physically. Like imagine a sport where I'm going to beat the hell out of you, but before I do that, I must verbally beat you too. Yeah, like uh, it just seems, it just seems unnecessary. Right. It's like, it I'm seems already, unnecessary. Yeah. I'm already going to fight you. We're already going to punch each other in the face. That's enough. But, but before that, you just have to make sure that everyone knows that you actually hate each other. Like, but we but that's this is all fantasy like you know i don't hate this guy like were you, were you, anyway were you, were, you, were you friends with colby covington at all back in the day Mm-mm. you guys didn't run into wrestling circles or Mm-mm. what about what about Askren? yeah Askren, cool were you no i was telling shang before the you came on that i thought ben Askren, if he would have came right from bellator to the ufc like in that time he would have been a champion in the UFC. Oh. Uh, hmm. I just think he was too, it was too much. And well, then I think that two years off, the sport really hurt him. Yeah, for sure. So, I, yeah. I, I think that, well, I mean, he, he barely, it was a weird fight with Robbie Lawler. But that was after. That was after. It was still weird. And then with uh, yeah, Street Jesus, a starched him. No, that's what that's his nickname. That is his nickname. So, what are your thoughts? He did start him. He is. It was the fastest. Yeah, I want to hear Phil. I want to hear Phil's thoughts. Phil, okay. 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 Well, which one? On whether or not Ben Askren could have been champion pre one uh, FC Ben Askren. Ben Askren is an incredibly uh, strong, mentally strong, mentally strong person. He, he really is. Like. Uh, I think if he had, um, you know, he he had he 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 paused after after college to do uh, a run at the Olympics. Um, and had he gone straight to mixed martial arts and devoted all of his time to that, we you know, 
I think we would have got a completely different guy, a very, very well-rounded guy. But Ben, man, he's he's very dedicated. He's very dedicated. He's just, you know, uh, what I watch when I watch uh, Last Dance, what I gather from that is that Jordan wasn't liked by necessarily everyone. Uh, I think that's a, probably a, uh, no, an understatement. <laughs> yeah. The guys who liked him were mostly on his team uh, and not everybody. <laughs> it was just, just a couple of guys. You know what I'm saying? Um, not pipping all the time. Yeah. Not Rodman hardly at all. Um, not Horace Grant. What's that? Horace Grant hated him. Not Horace Grant. You know, it, it, and um, Ben Askren could very well be that guy. But he's the type of strong personality that will sacrifice every relationship in his life to be freaking amazing at something. Right. You know, Ben, ben Aspen, he, he just, he just, he's very strong. He's a very strong personality. And uh, like, I, I see that in him and I respect it. Like, I, I like him because of that. You like, you like him because of that? I think he stepped over the line a lot of times when he talks shit. Yeah, but that was a, that was a later that was a different Ben Askren. That was I know, ben that's the one I know, and I know that I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm you, telling mean, you, see, you know you know what I'm talking about. Line, he stepped over the line a couple. Well, Jorge, he stepped over the line a couple times. He that was, was a different guy. You and that, I would fight you in the street if you said that. It's like he said, if I see him at Whole Foods, I'm gonna piece him up. He was now, saying really dumb shit. Now Ben so, Askren said he signed the contract to grapple Dylan Dennis. Uh. Who wins in that grappling match? Oh. So, by the way, uh, Shang, Dylan Dennis is Conor McGregor's jiu-jitsu coach who is, like, talking shit about – It's his coach, but it's also his training partner. Everybody in the world. He's, like, he's 2-0 in MMA, but his talking – but talking shit to John Jones. He's got some hot Instagram model who's naked. He's just – He's just like he's taking the, the, the hype machine. Is he? He's a hype machine, and he's not. Uh, we don't know yet because he only had two fights. And jujitsu, he's really good. He's not elite. Like he lost to Gary Tonin three times. I would say he's elite. He lost to Jake Shields. He's better than. He didn't lose the like scrubs. Yeah, he lost to the best guys in jujitsu. Um, but he got kicked out of Henzo Gracie's gym for being an asshole, I guess. Back in, or, or no, from uh, Marcelo Garcia's chant, and, then, and he's a he's a guy who's always making, he's wearing these, he's constantly putting up pictures on Instagram and Facebook saying, "I'm the best ever." Fuck everybody, you guys all suck. Sounds like a hype machine. Sounds like a hype machine to me. Anyway, it sounds like it's he's going to run into that one person, and it's going to be the end. And that's. <laughs> <I know. laughs> No, you know, because I think that they they can't really back up their shit after that, man. I think that look what happened with Ben after. It's like hype machine, hype machine. He wasn't hype. Well, Ben Ben has accomplished much more. I mean, he was like he accomplished much more. He was nineteen and zero. This guy's two and zero. I know, I know. But what I'm saying is, when it came to the UFC, personally, he eked out the fight with Roller, a Lawler. I don't care what nobody says. He eked it out. It was an eke out. One no dominant. I didn't follow him. Anyway, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Dylan Dennis, Wien Dog? Um, I think he's good at jujitsu, and I think uh, if he's going against Ben Askren in a wrestling match, no, I think it's jujitsu, right? Is it jujitsu? It's jujitsu. Oh, then he's probably going to beat Ben Askren. Because you got to remember, Ben Askren's got that Wisconsin jujitsu. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a little bit different than. Uh, 
whatever voodoo Dylan Danish shit is doing. You know, it's a lot. It's a big yeah, different game. Worship voodoo shit he does. Yeah, it's a he different game. So I think Dylan Danish probably wins. Now, you heard that, then you? He said Wisconsin Jiu Jitsu. I, I understand yeah. what he's saying, but it's still high level jiu jitsu. I mean, it is for sure. Training with like the but you minimize it by saying it like you made it sound like yeah, it's just that Wisconsin jiu jitsu. But I understand what, what he's saying. That's uh, like what is that? Uh, that's uh, upper upper New York jiu jitsu. What is that? Albany jiu jitsu. You made it sound so bad. I'm sorry, but I mean that's the truth. You know, I don't know how many grandmaster black belts are in Wisconsin. So it makes it not high level because it's that. Well, that one guy from Bellator that like had brain damage, that guy that, you know what I'm talking about? He was like, he was like under Rafael Lovato Jr. I think he's like from Iowa or something. So, I mean, yeah, I he's like the best guy in the country. Yeah, so it doesn't matter if I mean, he's from Iowa. I don't think it matters. I think it doesn't, I think it doesn't matter really. You could say Wisconsin. <laughs> it can, they could be from wherever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I understand what you're saying though, but I think it's, anyway, listen. Uh, thank you, Phil Davis, for coming on the show. Shang, you make me laugh every. Yes. Uh, I can't. Think- feel, I, I, that's crazy. We've been agreeing more than we ever have before on fighters. Uh, absolutely, uh, Wean Dog. Thank you, man. Of course. Uh, you guys. Wean Dog, you're insane, by the way. I just want you to know that. Oh, 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 I know. Trust me. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Take care. Tuni sons to hook them, don't put them. Tada, stole them, don't put them all.